This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday. It is March 31st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf said schools and businesses in the state will be closed indefinitely, and a stay-at-home order has been extended for 26 counties until April 30th. This is the total number of coronavirus cases in Pennsylvania, topped 4,000. Wolf extended the stay-at-home order to several additional counties, mostly in central Pennsylvania. The order was already in effect for Philadelphia and the surrounding counties. The stay-at-home order has been extended until April 30th, Wolf said, which is in line with what is being done on a national level. Wolf said that there's no date for when schools and businesses could reopen. We're going to keep our schools and businesses closed as long as we need to keep them closed uh, in Pennsylvania to stay safe. Right now, it isn't safe, he said. So do you think, Kathy, um, because obviously now we talked about a lot of um, actual getting down to teaching online that started occurring yesterday, and they're getting into this, if this becomes moderately effective, that the consensus will be just to finish out the year this way? Uh, you mean be, like because of the, the coronavirus? Right. Like just in finished, other words, I, just, just, just to air. Listen, if you're erring on the side of caution and pre-calling snowstorms and having kids stay home yeah, right, right. before they ever occur, I, I mean, can't imagine them being haphazard with this as we get into think, May. Right, exactly. I think the effectiveness... I think I think that's the yes. I, I think that's what will probably happen, but you can't predict it. You know, right, we have to right. wait for the official word to come down. But I think uh, more and more school districts and and you know, knowing a bunch of people who, who work in the industry, that's sort of what the talk is, and that's probably what's going to happen. But you can't predict it. Sorry, right. Nick. Go ahead. And, and the publicness of the of, of the online teaching is almost secondary to the public health. You know that the keeping the kids at home is probably the better move, just as far as gathering and lar- uh, large gatherings in one location. Yeah, right. I would. If I were a betting man, I'd say yeah, that's going to end up happening. But obviously, they need to weigh the timetables and see where things are going. And but you know, this uh, indefinite hold is is just a stepping stone. So I that's think so. Be next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, why can't they tell us of... exactly what's going to happen? In... Yeah, yeah, come can't, on. Can't yeah. they tell us? Can't you tell us exactly what's going to happen for the next three months? Don't you Over know the, the future? <laughs> Over the past couple of weeks, though, I've seen people, you know, posting and hashtagging like homeschooling and, you know, now I'm a teacher. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. There's still online stuff. Well, we started yesterday. I was like, I I am not a teacher. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, it's uh, you got to make adjustments. I'm even Kathy. I'm even teaching my cat some stuff. And uh, that's difficult. Listen, when they made that announcement, the schools were closed indefinitely. It was the first time. Like, I love summer. I don't like when when Jace has to go back to school. I enjoy spending the summer with him. I enjoy, you know, when he has vacation and when, you know, there's holidays and we have days off and we can spend together. But when they made that announcement yesterday, I was like, oh, Uh, it's real. It's going to be so Uh fun. I I can't wait to see Kathy's much angrier summer activities. (laughs) Yes, serious. Great. Number one, drink alone in your room. (laughs) Seriously. So under Wolf's order, people in the 26 affected counties may leave their homes. uh, The same as, you know, what's been in effect for us as well. But uh, to work uh, at a business that is still open, go to the grocery store or pharmacy, visit a doctor, care for a relative, or to get outside to exercise. I missed the, um, the announcement altogether. Was this on TV? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was during, during his uh, during his uh, daily uh, uh, briefing. Right, well, we got it. We we got a notification from the the school district. Okay, <laughs> so uh, my, yes, my Wolf, cat told me. 
<laughs> Wolf had a press conference case and, and announced it. Okay. Uh, as of noon on Monday, there were 4,087 COVID-19 cases in Pennsylvania with 48 deaths. Littered latex gloves in grocery store parking lots and clogged sewer lines are unanticipated byproducts of the coronavirus pandemic. In Springfield Township, Delaware County, they're experiencing sanitary sewer backups due to the excessive use of disinfectant wipes. Uh, yeah, I got an email yesterday. Longtime listener Mandy sent me a picture of her in a uh, in a parking lot, and she goes, "Look at this!" Yeah, and there were gloves mm-hmm. all over the place, so people are, are using them. And then when they come out of the store, they're just taking them off and throwing them on the ground, and dropping them come right on. By, right by their car. No, uh, I was I was in the Metroplex um, over the weekend. I had to pick up some groceries, and I saw the same thing. I saw a number of latex gloves on the ground, and I thought to myself, "This is going to be the new issue because everybody yeah. wants to wear gloves to the store." Yeah, and then if they're they're using them, they I, I guess maybe they're hesitant about touching anything else. You know what I mean? So maybe they're taking them off and just throwing them right there in the and, parking and lot. And I get it. Take I... them off. They come inside out. The, what was on the outside is not going to touch you. Stuff them in your pocket. No, but that is, but that is press. That's what they're warning you about. If you're wearing those gloves, <clears throat> you have to wear them properly. If you're right. still touching other things and touching your face, it's the same thing it, as it, just using yeah. your regular. Well, it doesn't that, matter. That's, yeah. that's why I'm saying yeah. when when you take them off, they they go they turn inside out. Latex gloves will, and what was on the outside of that is now on the inside. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, and then dispose of them. And then throw them in your pocket and and throw them in the trash when you get home. Or throw them in the trash in the freaking parking lot of the supermarket that you're at. My supermarket has... Trash cans right outside the I, store. I know, but what they yeah. might not, what they might be doing is they want to wait till they get out to their car. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're pushing it out to their car, so they might want to throw them. They might not want to, <laughs> even though they probably already taken the wipe and wiped down the, you know. But that, that's but exactly what I saw, Preston, and even myself. Like I had the disinfectant wipe, and w- once I got everything into the car, I'm like, okay, there's nowhere to put it, so I put it in the, you know, in the center console of my car, and I threw it out when I got home. Oh my god, there's yeah. an easy way around all this. When you go into the supermarket, don't touch anything with your hands and grab everything with your mouth. Yeah, yeah. push. Right. The bottom line is... I was bobbing for avocados. There <laughs> are a million alternatives that are better than throwing your crap on the ground. Oh, my God, yes. And stop flicking your cigarette butts around, yeah, too. That God too. damn it. Swallow We've been talking those. about that for years. I know. <laughs> Let's correct every problem right now. Why not? So back to the, the uh, sanitary wipes. So the, they do not disintegrate in the sewer system, and they should be thrown out in the normal trash. So you shouldn't be flushing them down the toilet. Uh, now, if you are using the latex gloves, we just discussed this, you know, to go to the store, make sure that you're also, you're still not touching your face to adjust your glasses or whatever the reason might be. You still can't touch your face. The latex gloves uh, should really be saved for the healthcare workers who need them. If you're heading out to the store, uh, make sure you wash your hands thoroughly before you leave. Use a disinfectant wipe when you get to the grocery store to wipe down your shopping cart while you're shopping. Be aware uh, to not touch your face. And then when you get home, make sure that you wash your hands again. 6ABC reports that cell phone data shows that residents are staying home during the COVID-19 outbreak. Data shows the measurement of how many miles the typical individual cell phone traveled by each county. On March 9th in Chester County, the the typical cell phone traveled 5.8 miles. A week later, on March 16th, that was cut in half to 2.8 miles and down to zero by March 23rd, days after the Pennsylvania shutdown order. And in a rural area like Salem County, New Jersey, it was 8.4 miles on March 9th. A week later, it was six. Point seven miles and then down to one mile on March 23rd. That's pretty wild because uh, last night, Kathy, I was on my couch and through my Amazon cloud cam, uh, Tom Wolf spoke to me. How you doing, Steve? <laughs> doing fine. How's everything there? You staying inside? Yes, I am, Governor. Thank you. Uh, but no, they, they, listen, the, oh, the data that they're getting now, you've never seen anything like this. I mean, just driving around and, and just 
the amount of things that are, as you said, Casey, this would be the time to shoot your dystopian yeah. futuristic movie because the streets look like that all the time. Listen, I'm going to work every single day, you know, Monday through Friday, right. and, and on a normal week, I go through a tank of gas a week. I'm going on my third straight week on one tank of gas. Oh I, I, I know. I know. Yeah. And, and that, it's just because I'm only going to and from work. I'm not driving kids to practices and rehearsals and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, it's. I haven't driven anywhere in a week and a half. Oh, my God. A week and a half. I haven't had to. And I've, I've been able to walk places, order deliveries for, for groceries. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home. And so this is where I am. I have not started my car since last Sunday. Nick, we <laughs> forgot how the pioneers used to do that when they used to order food. And yeah. Right? Yeah. And we getting back to a simpler time. <laughs> you know, and that was the thing. That what kills me, Preston, with the, with the cannibalism in the... Uh, the, uh, the they the could have just called Grubhub. They could have just called Grubhub. <laughs> yep. They were I out mean... there. They need not have resort. What's the Donner Pass? Yeah. Where yeah, they the all Donner cannibalize party. each other. A simple call to Grubhub. Yeah. Yeah. How dumb. Yeah. Yeah. That they didn't know. Hey, really, uh, Kathy? They slipped their mind. Yeah, you know, I... though they, they, <laughs> um, officials are saying if you are going out to the grocery store for whatever reason to get gas, but uh, just to make sure that you're stocking up for like two weeks. That way, you know, you can be like Nick and, and you don't have to go out you know, yeah. every few days. Um, do they recommend, Nick, and anybody out there who hasn't started or moved their car in a week to at least... Start it. You're you know? fine. You've been thinking about that. Yeah, you're okay. fine. If you were in, if it was brutally cold, perhaps. Yeah. But you're fine. Yeah. Well, because yeah. I was wondering the same thing with my wife's car. Because my wife's car probably hasn't moved in weeks. Now a couple more weeks. Yes, yeah. you need to do it because I ha- I have a car. It's, it's my Corvette. It's my fun car. I don't drive it that often. And I have. I thought you got rid of that. No, I still have it. So oh. what I what I didn't learn is if you let it sit for months, uh, the battery will indeed die. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And so you need to get what's called a trickle charger. Which which I finally got after going through three batteries. Is that a porn star? Uh, trickle <laughs> charger. No, it's charger. a race car driver. Uh, Dick you went trickle through charger. three batteries because yeah. you didn't start it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Well, it, over three consecutive years. And I'm like, maybe I need to look into this trickle charger thing. Because <laughs> uh, I, I was like, ah, it's probably some expensive piece of equipment. It's like 12 bucks at Walmart. So when people house cars, like uh, uh, you know, yeah. Jonathan Sequoia has a whole bunch of Mustangs. If you go and you, you see that, he's got those batteries yep. hooked up all the time to make sure that they don't die. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got one for my Vespa. <laughs> I didn't mean to brag here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I still, uh, haven't, I still haven't hooked it up. I've gone through like three or four different batteries on my Vespa, so but yeah, you're you need a trickle charger, dude. I'll definitely get one for my Lamborghini, though. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, let's do sports. <laughs> The Tokyo Olympics will open next year in the same time slot scheduled for this year's games. Organizers said the opening ceremony will take place on July 23rd, 2021, almost exactly one year after the games were due to start. Tokyo Organizing Committee President Yoshiro Mori said the schedule for the games is key in preparing for the games. This will only accelerate our progress. Last week, yes, the IOC and the Japanese organizers postponed the Olympics until 2021 because of the coronavirus pandemic. The Wimbledon Tennis Championships are set to be canceled this week, which would mark the first time the tournament has not been 
not been held since World War II. The tournament was going to begin on June 29th. The cancellation will be the only one outside of wartime since the first tournament in 1877. There this, were no this, this will give everybody, Kathy, the opportunity to not have to pretend that they're watching it. Yeah. So. <laughs> there were no tournaments held between 1914 and 1918 during World War One, and between 1940 and 1945 during World War Two. The French Open, which was supposed to start on May 18th, has already been pushed back until September. Lionel Messi and his teammates in Barcelona are taking a 70% hit on their salaries due to the coronavirus. Messi also said the players will make an additional contribution so that none of the non-sporting staff's earnings will be reduced during Spain's state of emergency, which has been in place in the country since March 12th. The Argentine forward made the comments in a statement posted on social media and other members of the squad shared it later. An agreement has been reached for the players to take a temporary hit to their wages as the club struggles to deal with the financial effort effects of the coronavirus crisis. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you, Kathy. We got a chock full day, a day full of chalk on this Tuesday with the Preston and Steve show. <laughs> We have your opportunity two times in our program alone to win $500 this morning. Uh, this is so amazing. MMR's Rock Refund. It is a company-wide cash contest, and it will happen seven times before the day is through. I'll run down the... We'll, we'll start it at 8 and then get it again at 10, and then Pierre and Jackson and Jackie all have your opportunities to win. I'll run down the list, or if you're in a hurry and you want to know that information, now you can go to WMMR. Com. We're also going to speak to some friends. It's been the theme of the past couple of weeks. Just checking in with everybody, seeing how they're doing, having some people to chat with about what's going on in their lives right now. Our buddy Mark Summers. Yes. Calling from Santa Barbara, California. We'll check in with him. He's uh, Listen, the, the guy has weathered all kinds of stuff. You remember when all the fires were going through his neighborhood? You know, he's he's had fires. Um, he he was rocketed off the backseat of a cab, survived yeah. that. He's oh, had yeah. cancer uh, deals that he's uh, fought off. He's and a survivor. He's absolutely a survivor. Him and Bert Kreischer yeah. hang out with those guys during a crisis. So we'll talk to Mark. He's one of the greatest people, so we'll have him on around 9 o'clock. Our buddy Scotty Hartnell. It says here next, uh, usually I have some information about what they're doing. It says just hanging in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to Scott, see how life is for him. Now, somebody who is actually promoting something. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, the actor, is going to be on the Goldbergs tomorrow night. He's been on before, and they actually did Preston a uh, summer vacation parody, mm -hmm. and he was the John Candy role at the uh, amusement park. I'm looking at it's a great. screenshot of him in mm -hmm. the security uh, yeah, yeah. outfit, and it looks great. So he's going to be on again, so we will talk to him uh, around 10 o'clock about that time that we're going to be doing MMR's Rock Refund. So we have these things and more to get through the course of the morning. We also have a lot of stuff to give away, so make sure that you stay with us. We'll come back in a second. I have a chunky entertainment report to pass along Ooh. to you uh, with a stupid question and some stuff for you to win as well. So we'll be back in just a moment. We hope you'll stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
So the stupid question this morning, we have this Phillies Yingling prize pack that we're going to give away. And uh, it revolves, the question revolves around a beverage. Mm. So what beverage was named after the Capuchin Monks? Interesting. 215-263. Those are my favorite monks. Let's see if you know the answer to this. What what beverage was named after the Capuchin Monks? Monks. You, you have a list of monks that you like? Absolutely. Okay, and they're your tops? They're the, yeah, right now. That wasn't always the case. Franciscan monks were at the number one spot for yeah. a while, but then I shifted. You know how fickle you get when it comes to monks. First. I never even knew that there were capuchin. I knew there was a capuchin monkey. Yes. But yeah. I never knew that there was an actual capuchin Listen, monk. there's a whole big world out there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you'll find this interesting when we get the answer to it. 215-263-WMMR. Today is March 31st. Yesterday we had a big... Guitarist milestone birthday with uh, Mr. Eric Clapton turning 75. Ten years his junior, another famous guitarist, Mr. Angus Young. Oh, hey! Wow. Celebrates his birthday today. Angus Young. ACDC, of course. And uh, he's another one of those guys that just plays the right notes, man. You know, if, if you listen from, from a, a technical side, as far as like speed and technical ability and all that stuff, it's not necessarily there. I mean, he can shred, but he just picks the right notes to play and... Consistent. Sounds perfect. And he's just an original. He's and he looks good in a schoolboy outfit. His own style. Yeah, that was his sister's idea. <laughs> was it? put him in that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it stuck. ended up taking off and much to Pierre's chagrin, he still likes to take <laughs> his shirt off. I remember Pierre went off on that last time he saw ACDC. He was like, you know... You can leave the shirt off. Honestly, I saw an interview with him. He was sitting in one of those director's chairs that you find on a film set. Yeah. And Preston, he looked he looked like E.T., the extraterrestrial. He's he, tiny. He's a wizened little guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, the man can shred. He can uh, he can make some great sounds out of that guitar, that, that Gibson SG that he plays. He's 65 today, so happy birthday to Angus Young. Uh, Ewan McGregor, the actor... Great he's actor, forty nine. He is great, man. He can he can do a lot. He he fueled that entire um, second trilogy of Star Wars. I think that was the, he was the one that helped carry it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I agree. He was a great Obi Wan. Yes, uh, but he's been in a ton of different uh, you know movies that have completely different feels to them. Train Spotting, and obviously it was completely different than things like Star Wars. Big Fish, one of your all time favorite Perhaps. movies. I adore that movie. And he was the villain in uh, the uh, Suicide Girls, uh, right? The uh, Harley. Oh Bird- yeah. Yeah, 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 Birds of Prey. In Birds fact, of Prey, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, giveaways of that this week. Press, did you see Doctor Sleep? Yeah, I finally, I watched it recently. And? and I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah, I did. It's it's a little bit of a, of a detachment from the book, but uh, I, I I did like the movie. So uh, if, if you, now you need to have seen, you need to know the story of uh, the, the Shining. Shining in order to really take it in. Straight up scary or just suspenseful? Not straight up scary, just um, weird. Okay. Uh, but, but. There are a lot of things that happen, I think, in that movie where you're like, what is that? If you hadn't read the book, you go, I have no idea what this is. It's mildly confusing, but I I enjoyed it because I did read the book. So he's uh, 49 today. Uh, Christopher Walken and another great Stephen King film, The Dead Zone. Steve, I recently went back and watched that because I just finished reading that book. It's a brilliant movie. Yeah, it's great. And Uh, Stephen King is a massive fan of that movie, and he's he's hard to sell sometimes on movie adaptations of his books. Yeah. And he actually thinks that Cronenberg took an extra touch that he really loved, which is the way he placed 
the Christopher Walken character in the things he was seeing. Mm-hmm. And uh, really cool, really cool. A lot of great movies throughout the year. I mean, t- way too many to mention. Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter, yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Catch Me If You Can. Wedding Crashers, the comedy he does is great, too. Balls of uh, Fury. Yes. The <laughs> ping pong game. We, who are we talking to that was on... Um, who was on that movie and, yeah. and was working with him and just said he was a blast. I forgot, Steve, but I remember that conversation. Like um, the, the the most fun, cracking yeah. up, just, you know, the, the kind of the stoic Christopher Walken delivery, but loads of anecdotal funny stories. Yep. Was it Lovitz? That might have been it. Yeah, and he would he would Christopher Walken would pretend like it's their birthday. Yeah, all or the time. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. He yeah. does that all the time. Like yeah. he he will betray. He'll kind of confidently, like, yeah, in confidence, tell someone, "I'm a little upset. Today's my birthday. No one's yeah. making a thing about it." <laughs> He's seventy-seven. Uh, Rhea Perlman uh, from Cheers, obviously, wife of Danny DeVito. Uh, you really don't see her that much anymore. There was a brief period. Where, remember, they they were. I think they were separated for a little bit, and yeah. I was like, really, I was kind of heartbroken, and now they're back together and going strong. Oh, so, so. they are together now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so she is seventy-two years old today. Gabe Kaplan. Oh my God, oh, Mr. Cotta. From Welcome Back, Cotter is uh, 75. Here's today. the greatest compliment you can pay someone. I forgot they were alive. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, know. I know. In your defense, though, he doesn't really do anything anymore. No. I know he's involved in the world of poker, believe it or not. Big time. Apparently, he's a super competent poker player. Yeah. We're looking at a picture of him now. He looks like a platypus. Yeah, you would You would never You would never say that's Mr. Cotter. You would never welcome what we're looking at back. So I was, uh, I was probably maybe in first grade when that Show was out. I loved I it. Loved every bit of it. Do you remember when it first came out? You may not remember, but it was the show that was banned in Boston. No, oh, why? Because it promoted juvenile delinquency. Oh. <laughs> you didn't want your kids to turn out like horseshit. Oh, for those badasses uh-huh. like Barbarino <laughs> and Washington. I um ended and Epstein. up Epstein. Epstein. I have no idea how I ended up on this channel. Channel one sixty one is called Reels. R e e l. Yes, great. Dude, it was. It's like all documentaries. Yes, and, so and good I, ones. Yeah. I ended up on the uh, Grease documentary yesterday, but they also touched a little bit on... Back, well, no, no, Welcome Back, Cotter, because of John Travolta. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that he was a bona fide star at yes. this point. You yep. Know? yep. He's uh, Gabe Kaplan, the 75 today. Richard Chamberlain, the actor... Uh, the Thornbirds. Thornbirds. And before that, that was the one that really catapulted him into a, a romantic lead. But um, Shogun, do you remember the miniseries Shogun? I do. And it was excellent. It was yeah. uh, James Clavell, I think, was the uh, was the author. And it was about a guy who, who becomes a member of the Shogun Order in Japan during, I guess, the feudal period of Japan. It was really, really good. He's 86. And then the final birthday. No, actually, two more birthdays. Uh, Shirley Jones of the Partridge family. Mrs. Partridge. Had a massive crush on her. She yeah. was the, my first MILF crush. She's 86. And then the last birthday I saw, Steve Herb Alpert. Oh, my God. The Tijuana Brass. The Jazz Trumpeter. And Case, you've heard that name before, maybe? I have. Okay. So, uh, A&M Records. The A... That's Herb Alpert. Oh. Yeah. Yep, yep. He ended up having a very successful record company. So he's in the Wrecking Crew documentary, and uh, he—I mean, uh, the, he had some some hits. Uh, this this guy, I think, where he I've sings. Forgotten. I've this, forgotten. They say this guy, this guy's in love with you. Do you remember that, Preston? No. I'll sing no. the whole thing for you. If you okay, want. please do. <laughs> Uh, he is 85 years old, Herb Alpert. All right, we'll see if we can find someone who has the answer to this question. What beverage is named after capuchin monks? 
215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Frank, see if he knows. Hey, Frank, how you doing, man? Good. Good morning. Uh, so, Frank, what beverage is named after Capuchin monks? I believe it's Cappuccino. He's right. It's yeah. Cappuccino. Hang on. Frank, we'll get your information, and it is because it was named after the brown robes that the capuchin monks would wear, so they called it cappuccino. One of my favorite drinks, cappuccino. I love cappuccino. There's the whole other monk order that invented Fresca. Do you know what the difference between cappuccino and latte is? Uh, well, I, I did like... when I had my machine. What is it, cappuccino? What's that, Kath? Well, I had, I had to look it up because um, at one point I was drinking cappuccinos, and then I switched over to lattes, and I'm like, well, what is the difference here? But does it have to do with the amount of milk? Not necessarily the amount. The milk is just frothed more. That's it. It's just a little That's more it. frothy on top. It's the That's same, it. pretty much the same thing as a, as a uh, uh, latte. So I learned the same thing when we got our machine. Yes, yeah, right. I started looking it up. What and, is that, by the way? Yeah. And the the differences between cappuccinos and, and lattes and americanos and all this espressos. And, and there, it's pretty much yeah. So the, the espresso is the base of it all. The cappuccino has the froth. Yes, okay. it's frothier. Er. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much the same thing. But when when you're steaming the milk. You create more bubbles and more froth gets okay. up on top. So that's what, pretty much it. Do they ever uh, uh, clarify what actual machine the uh, capuchin monks were using? Or no, what, yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> okay, really know what, I, I'm what, sure. what they were using at that time. Yeah. It may have been a Mister Coffee. It's <laughs> quite possible. All right. Uh, by the way, Frank gets this uh, Phillies Yingling Prize Pack, and it's now the official lager of the Phillies. The prize pack includes a few cases. Of the limited edition Phillies Yingling Lager cans. A few cases. Wow. wow. We need to verify that. Uh, you're going to get some beer. Uh, you get a Phillies hat, Phillies lager glassware, a baseball, and an array of high-end Yingling swag from the gift shop. And you can enjoy limited edition Phillies retro logo Yingling Lager cans at Citizens Bank Park, local retailers and bars when they're all open. Uh, plus, enter the uh, sweepstakes to meet Philly's all-star pitcher and Yingling brand ambassador, Aaron Nola. Uh, following Yingling's, uh, follow Yingling's social channels, Yingling Beer, at Yingling Beer, uh, for your chance to win. You can enjoy responsibly, by the way. All right, so the entertainment stories. i got a bunch of them for you. Uh, we'll begin with the royal family. After seven days of self-isolation, Prince Charles is ready to mingle. Uh, the six, 71-year-old and his wife, Camilla, have been self-isolating uh, apart as she did not test positive for coronavirus. So he had it. He obviously then had a, had a mild case of it, right? Well, here's the deal. So Clarence House confirmed... I don't care. <laughs> I need to get out! Uh, confirmed Monday that having consulted with his doctor, the Prince of Wales is now out of self-isolation after his diagnosis with, uh, diagnosis with coronavirus. However... Twitter is a little less than impressed because it's been seven days that he's been in self-isolation. It's supposed to be 14. Now, I don't know how far along he was or anything along those lines, but some people are having some issue. You are my doctor. I am the future king of England. At this point, you will tell me it's okay to go out. That's right. It is okay to go out. Thank you. Buckingham Palace has not commented on whether uh, Queen Elizabeth has been tested for coronavirus. She was in contact with both Charles and Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who also tested positive for coronavirus just prior to their positive test results. Did she yesterday outside of Buckingham Palace, they were bringing in goats because she wants to maintain her goat yoga? Mm. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, you gotta stay. absolutely. Yeah. What about goats? You got to stay uh, limber and so I can't. The corgis scratch my back. Yeah. Uh, now, in other royal news, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have issued a tart response to uh, Donald Trump's tweet. On Sunday, Trump had responded to news that the pair had hi- hightailed it to Los Angeles from Canada before Canada and the U.S. sealed the border. 
Uh, and he had tweeted, I am a great friend and admirer of the Queen in the United Kingdom. It was reported that Harry and Meghan, who left the kingdom, would reside permanently in Canada. Now they have left Canada for the U.S. However, the U.S. will not pay for their security protection. They must pay! Exclamation point. A spokesperson for the pair responded saying the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have no plans to ask the U.S. government for security resources. There you go. Privately funded security arrangements have already been made, so you don't have to worry about that, Get the Xfinity security system. Donnie boy. Uh, The pair also shared an upbeat post on their Sussex royal account before they officially transition out of their royal roles. Uh, The couple shared a note that reads, Thank you to this community for the support, the inspiration and the shared commitment to uh, the good in the world. Uh, The post's caption reads, uh, As we can all feel, as the the world at this moment seems extraordinarily fragile, uh, yet we are confident that every human being has potential and opportunity to make a difference, as seen now across the globe in our families, our communities, and those on the front line. Together we can lift each other up uh, to realize the fullness of that promise. Now. Uh, they, uh, their team also clarified that they are officially separated from Buckingham Palace. More specifically, uh, they noted, uh, going forward, this is from, um, uh, the representative's house, uh, source had said, the royal house source said, uh, going forward, Buckingham Palace will no longer comment slash guide on Sussex-related inquiries. Did they change all the touchpad codes as well? They had to. Yeah, right? right? You can't let them in. <laughs> now, never one. This is not working. Never one to stay silent. Megan's estranged father, Thomas Markle. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Him. Says that she should be supporting the royal family instead of heading to L.A. amid the coronavirus uh, pandemic. You know Megan Markle's at home going, come on, corona, come on, corona. He said, I think Meghan and Harry should go back to the royal family in UK in hmm. the UK and be supportive of the Queen. That's what I think. I, <laughs> I think they should be in England at this time and not in L.A. They can join the A-list and make lots of money, of course, when the problem with this virus is over. Oh, my God, this freaking guy. I know. But they will never find the respect they will have as full members of the royal family. Now, if you excuse me, i got to go look for my poop knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the guy's commenting on the uh, uh, how they should proceed within the monarchy. Mm-hmm. Where's my poop knife? Uh, so what's going on with Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron? You know, so everyone <laughs> wasting time with the pandemic. Come on. When the real issue here is what these two idiots are up to. Let's keep our eye on the ball, folks. I do like Hannah, though. I, I, I do. Yeah. I have to say. I she, do like her. You talk too, about too. a good smile. I was kind of sold on her. got a good her. smile, yeah. Uh, the on-again, off-again. Tyler, of course, is brain dead. The on-again, off-again pair have been uh, shacked up together in Florida amid the pandemic, and uh, they have fans. Hoping their romance has reignited. Uh, Bachelor Nation is even sharing evidence that the pair are sleeping together by sharing footage of Tyler getting fake mad at Hannah (laughs) for changing the sheets on his bed. And then a few days later, sharing footage of Hannah cozied up in bed shopping online. Hannah, I think I'm dying. My pee-pee got got rigid. Um, Host Chris Harrison and his girlfriend Lauren Zima are, Lauren root- Zima. are rooting for them. Oh. He tells people, uh, we both love Hannah and Tyler. We think they're both great. They can come together and support each other at a time when the whole world needs to come together and support each other. That's so beautiful. We couldn't stand uh, and ship that anyhow. What? They couldn't stand and ship that anyhow. We couldn't stand and ship that any harder. Yes. You can't. Listen, sometimes you ship it hard, and sometimes what you ship it hard. the hell does that mean? Well, I guess that's a typo. All right, go back two sentences, and let's do this all over again. I'm not going back two sentences. I'll oh, go man. back. If 
if they can come together and support each other at a time when the whole world needs to come together and support each other, we couldn't stand and ship that any harder. <laughs> How hard are you going to ship this? this? Look at that. I was going to ship it overnight. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could ship it regular ground, but right, right. that's four or five days. All right. So Harrison then got deep on the vagaries of love. Like his own sentences? Saying, if any of these people can find love, if any of them find a great, stable relationship that makes each other happy. I love you. Then God bless them. I can't ship it any harder. It's tough. Hannah, to- I don't know how to say this. I can't ship it any harder. I he, love you. He said, he said, it's tough to find. Absolutely. It's, he said, it's crazy to find. Absolutely. And when you look at uh, Ari's of the world. Yes, Ari's of the world, like Ari Goldberg. Or Jason <laughs> Mesnick's of the world. Or the Jason Mesnick's of the world. And even Colton. And even Colton. And how they found love in such an unconventional way. Those guys always shipped it as hard as they could. And all the twists and turns. There's no one way. There's no magic pill. There's no magic pill. <laughs> Though I did get magic beans on the way home. I treated our cows for them. Uh, so, however, these people find it, good on them, and I wish them the best. Wow, That's we needed said. that. Yeah, yeah, we did. In this, in this most uncertain of times. Now, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring down the room a little bit. Again. So mm. That's what's on her mind. She, uh, so this is, she picked a picture after her nose job. This clearly was after because if was you, she had a nose job, she had to have had a nose job. She had, if you look at early, early pictures, yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. She said, "Listen, she's a, an attractive woman, clearly." But uh, don't even for a second suggest you haven't had lots of work done. Now, from uh, other stories from that family, uh, 10-year-old Mason Disick has managed to spill gallons of tea on his famous family, despite his mom, Courtney Kardashian, and dad, Scott Disick's best efforts. That little rapscallion. Here's here's what's happening. Uh, Mason joined Instagram. Yeah. Ten years old. I watched the video. I watched die. Last week and did an Instagram live with fans and followers, which uh, went as well as you'd expect. And thanks to his revelations, the world learned that despite rumors, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are not back together. Whoa. And before he could ruin more keeping up with the Kardashians plot points. They deleted his account. <laughs> but a, uh, a tween won't be kept down, so he created a TikTok profile and began churning out content. And the, the content and the first page was taken down. He had told fans in another that it happened, quote, because I was too young. And Mason isn't pleased with Courtney and Disick saying they're cramping his influencer style. He said, I went viral. <laughs> I would have had 2.7 mil by now if I kept it up. Oh, this little piece of crap. I know. Casey, oh so God. I'm watching the video, and I'm like, you know when when, when the, the, the vampires, they say he, they, they've been turned? Mm-hmm. This kid's been turned. Oh, he's, oh. Been, he's being groomed. He's been yeah. turned. It's... This kid is already in that bubble, in that mindset, oh. using the same vernacular, uh, acting, acting, you know, he would look at look at all of his adult role models. Are that exactly. how could he possibly elude it? His and his father's, father's the biggest dick on the planet. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, uh, one last. And man, I hate saying that about a ten-year-old kid. Like I really do. I, I apologize for. We can right. help. I, you don't want to like you know. I don't want to talk about kids like that. But Jesus, he's got to go to Camp Cowper <laughs> <laughs> for kids. Uh. Camp Cowper. We have a sick time. No, he uh, he honestly he needs to have a uh, an intervention at some point because he we don't want him to get all disicked up. But who you know we don't have that power. We just have to sit back and watch. 
May I go now? Yeah. Okay. I apologize. Uh, the Walt Disney Company said Monday that Executive Chairman Robert Iger will forego his salary amid the coronavirus crisis, which is creating economic havoc around the world. Disney has recently put tent poles like Mulan and Black Widow uh, on hold until the pandemic passes. CEO Bob Chapek is going to take a 50% pay cut, according to an internal email obtained by The Hollywood Reporter. Who's this? Uh, he's the CEO of oh, Disney. Okay. The new CEO. Uh, yes. So, well, um, yeah, Robert Iger is taking is he's he's the executive chairman uh, and then CEO, the CEO who is, does their vending machines. Uh, that's uh, Ralph Giffman. <laughs> Ralph Giffman. Yep. Man in the industry. You can't beat a Giffman machine. Uh, other executives will also see their salaries trimmed. The this news comes days after the company opted to keep all of North America theme parks uh, closed until further notice. You know, it's it's weird, Preston, stopping and thinking about that, because in February I was at Universal. You know, and I had a, yeah. a fantastic vacation yeah. uh, and uh, got it in under the wire. But, uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's the amount of revenue those parks generate uh, on any given week is is amazing. I mean, you look at we're talking about um, Comcast, you know, the, the, the company Universal and all the properties. They're extending, they're, they're, they're increasing the size of Universal because they know those parks are really at the core of a lot of their profit. And once you stop them from being open, that's a huge hit. Yep. Last year, Iger earned uh, $47.5 million. Uh, Chappick's base salary was $2.5 million. Bit of a difference there. Uh, with an annual target bonus of seven point five million and a long term incentive grant of fifteen million, but they cut the cut only applies to uh, Chappick's uh, base salary. Do they get appearance fees? All told, Hollywood is facing a twenty billion dollar loss uh, from the coronavirus. Observers say so, uh, but they're the, the the executives are taking a cut. All right, uh, we're ready for our clips. So here we go. In portals to hell. Audiences watch as Katrina Weidman and co-star Jack Osborne search for ghosts in haunted spots around the country. In this clip, Katrina explains where fear comes from. We're taught to be scared of this stuff, and we don't really know what this stuff is. Where that knowledge comes from is, you know, religious texts and folklore and books and movies. Fear is your mental state. A lot of times it's not based on anything, and especially with the paranormal, at least, it's really just what we've been taught to be scared of this, and maybe there's no good reason to be scared. Scared. A new. I forgot he did that twice. Does it twice on that one? A new episode of Portals to Hell is on Travel Channel tonight at ten. Here's the next clip. Jason Bateman has become to known as for more than just his comedic roles in recent years, and Ozark is one example of that. Uh, in this clip, Jason discusses what makes directing and starring in the Netflix series most enjoyable. Here we go. I love doing them both together. It puts two hands on the wheel for me, being in front and behind as I try to hit what I hope to hit, which is a narrow target of tone with things, things that can on one page be comedic and the other page be dramatic. It's really fun, especially with this show, to learn all those lessons because it's surrounded by so many good people. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? Uh, Case, you finished it. You satisfied? I am. I am. It's uh, it's it's a weird show. Uh, textually, like, I, I for some reason, I don't feel like I'm enjoying it as I'm watching it. Right. Um, but you I said can't... you didn't like any characters, right? Yeah. I mean, like, they're all reprehensible. Kind of. Yeah. And like the and the least reprehensible is 
is Jason Bateman, but he's the whole reason they're in this situation. You know what I've noticed about that show, and I have I have not watched. I've watched the first couple episodes, and for some reason, I didn't dive all the way into it. But there's something about just the texture, the color. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, it, that 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 gives it a a down mm-hmm. uh, feeling to it. It has a grayness to it. Preston, yeah. that I was makes looking... you depressed. I think, Kathy. Yes, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. And I was looking at that yesterday. So, so in the first season, um, it it doesn't quite do that. It, I think you have to go a little bit into the first season. But second season, yes, and absolutely the third season. I was looking at one of the shots yesterday. I was watching the second episode, and the sky. You could tell the day was actually a pretty nice day it was a blue sky with some clouds and it looked like it could have been a really nice day but whatever they're doing it still made it look like it was some dreary rainy day it's a filter of some yeah. sort yeah. and it, and they obviously they're doing that to make you feel a certain way to give it that heavy shipping look yeah who's the guy <laughs> Uh, who's the one who directed G.I. Jane? Uh, uh, you're, uh, Peter uh, Berg. Is that who? I believe so. Because uh, they're... No, no, no. No, no, uh, uh, Tony Scott. Yes. Uh, yes, right? He's the one. Uh, one of the Scott brothers, I think, is a... He likes to shoot with filters they, for that very reason uh, because it gives it a certain feel. So Ridley yeah. Scott and Tony Scott were a brother. Tony Scott's past. I think yeah. it was Tony Scott. One of them. But yeah, I, I, that's a, a technique that's used a lot. If you ever notice... Uh, a lot of times in old TV shows, and sometimes now less, but in movies, you'll see they're doing what is supposed to be a night scene, yet there are heavy shadows oh, yeah. mm-hmm. being cast by yep. trees and everything, using and filters. they're using that filter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Season three of Ozark is streaming now on Netflix, and there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report this morning. We have a lot of people joining us today. We're going to talk to Mark Summers. We're going to talk to Scotty Hartnell. Anthony Michael Hall will be on the program, and bookending those things will be... Chance for you to win $500 two times, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. We don't want to miss your opportunity. That with MMR's Rock Refund. So make sure you stay with us this morning. We will be back shortly. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop, like T-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops, with designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, we've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees, plus coffee mugs and much more, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. Can I do a quick uh, birthday uh, shout out? Yeah, you know what? And I'll piggyback. I got a few to do too here. I just saw this pop up, Preston, and it's from uh, Dan uh, Huber, or Huber, who is a uh, a longtime listener of the show, and he asked if he can get an early morning birthday uh, set up for a shout out. I didn't see it was a shout out. One second here. Yeah. For his brother, who uh, he's just a, it's a Twitter handle, not a name. Uh, he is the man that introduced me to the Preston and Steve show. So Yay. You know. Boom. Okay. Happy birthday. And then this one, I, earlier I had said that. Uh, Listener Mandy had sent this to me. I was wrong. It was listener Fluffer. Fluffer. Sent this in. We yeah. love Fluffer. Jennifer. Uh, yeah. She uh, and, and Kathy. This goes to that story you were bringing up in the news about people uh, leaving their uh, latex gloves mm-hmm. in the in the parking lot. It says when I venture out for groceries, I've been absolutely disgusted at the amount of people who've uh, been tossing their used gloves everywhere. The grocery store parking lot is littered with discarded gloves. It's infuriating. Poor supermarket employees have to risk getting sick. They got to go pick these up. Uh, the curve definitely won't get any flatter, and I've attached a photo. Can you do a quick PSA and ask the listener to toss their gloves into the trash, please? 
Um, so um, make sure you do that, guys, if you're out today. Also, a quick suggestion. If you happen to have a little bit, I don't know, you know, hand sanitizer. And by the way, we had mentioned that a lot of the local uh, breweries and other companies are stepping up and making hand sanitizer. Keep a little container in your car. Mm-hmm. So when you get in, make sure you take a squirt of that first, and then you'll be good. And then perhaps you can throw away your gloves in the garbage can instead of just leaving them in the parking lot. Yep. You know what I found at Jace's backpack? V, I don't know if you guys remember this, but we had Preston and Steve hand sanitizer in the bitch box one year. Yeah. Um, so I hope it's still good, but I found that uh, in his backpack. And so I have that in my car for when I go to the grocery store. Marissa found some of that as well. I'm like, right, there you go. We saw it awesome. ahead of time. How we about were that? ahead of the curve. Uh, here's another quick uh, email. It says, hey, uh, Preston Steve crew, like all nonprofits, most businesses, COVID-19 is having a serious impact on Elmwood Park Zoo. We're trying to be creative and come up with some ideas on how to raise revenue and support while our gates are closed, which led to the idea of hosting Giraffathon. Love this. This Friday at uh, April 3rd, starting at 2 p.m., guests can call or donate online to virtually feed our giraffe, which will be streaming on Facebook Live. Hey, Um, I'm going to be a part of that. Oh, you are? Yeah. Do um, tell. So, yeah, Jace and I are going to um, kind of call in and, and uh, have, you know, just encourage people to uh, to take part in it. So uh, okay. I'm not exactly sure what time we're going on, but, yeah, we're, we're going to be a part of that. I'm actually thinking of, of, of reinstituting my Facebook page just to participate in some of the stuff. It's Jennifer, I believe her name is over there, and she's great. And, and they're, obviously, this is a fun idea, and it's a nice distraction for kids or for adults. I love giraffes, too, so check it out. All right, and and then, also, um, the Elmwood Park Zoo, don't forget, is on uh, Kathy's coronavirus activities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the corona activities, yeah. Activities. Uh, and then one last uh, email. This is from a loyalist, and John says, Hey, Presbo, it's John, a.k.a. Gary from the ambiguously gay duo from the Cardboard <laughs> Classic. Uh, hope you're all doing well during these times. I work for P.J. Wellahans as the facility supervisor. I was hoping for a shout out or a plug to let people know uh, about the takeout orders. We could all use some help in these times. Thanks for the years of entertainment in the last. So uh, shout out if you wouldn't mind, Absolutely. Please. And then keep in mind at uh, WMMR.com, we've got the locations that are uh, still serving in your area and doing deliveries and curbside pickup and it's stuff like that. Great reminder, Preston, because they are. And like I went to uh, Winnie's and Maniunk yesterday, and they, they, they will bring it out to your car. Yeah. They're wearing the gloves. You call in the order, and you can have the food. And a lot of businesses are doing like, like PJ Wellhands and... Make sure you support them. Yep. All right, we got to do this. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Who won yesterday? That's what we're going to start with, and then we'll give you the uh, next matchup. Uh, we had uh, Frank Caliendo against Pinecone. I don't even know how this is going to break. Casey, I'm sorry to tell you, Pinecone didn't make it. Oh, Frank Caliendo won with 68% of the vote. My uh, joke lost to an actual working stand-up comedian? <laughs> Damn it. Then we had best way to take a photo of your butthole against Doodlepeen. Uh, Doodlepeen walked away the winner with 75% of the vote. Uh, then we had Snookle against Preston Likes the Smell of Dicks. <laughs> and uh, Preston Likes the Smell of Dicks. They there got we go. Percent. Oh, boy. It might be on a, on a trajectory to the top, Preston. And then our next matchup was Personal Questions with Bill Weston and uh, against Clean Your Office. And uh, Bill Weston won that one. Bill Weston's dominating. And then the final one was uh, Butthole Magazine versus John Travolta. And what I consider to be a big upset, Butthole Magazine, beat out John Travolta, one of our all-time favorite interviews. We should probably not let John Travolta know that. Marissa? I have a correction. What? Casey, you beat Frank Caliendo. Oh. I got it backwards. You got those wrong? I got it backwards. I'm 
so sorry. When you said that, I thought that I had the opposite reaction this morning, and I just wrote it down wrong. So, Casey, well, there you go. I'm right. sorry to steal that away from you. Programming note. So, Casey won. Pinecone moves on. You beat an actual stand-up comedian, Casey. Wow. Like all a right. really good one, too. The current matchup we need you to vote on. There's four of them today. They're all uh, now up and running, but we're just going to highlight uh, as we go through the morning. In the Hey Bitches section of the brackets, we have The Bachelor Got Hard and Can't Find the Door. <laughs> Remember, this is round two, so these have already been through. They've already won once. Uh, that will go against Steve's soap opera identity crisis. Wow. Let's play clips from those. Here's The Bachelor getting hard and not finding the door. Job, buddy. Bye, bye. Bye. She's also in Vampire Diaries. Which way do I go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, that was it. Sorry. So funny. We, we, have a new, uh, we have a new way of doing these. And then that is going to go up against uh, Steve's soap opera identity crisis. Here we go. My name is Rent Cliffface. <laughs> Cliffface? I'm your accountant. I used to be a neurosurgeon. Switch jobs. I lost an orphan girl on the table and affected me deeply. And then, of course, I could never get close to the operating table because of my enormous penis. Oh. Well, we all have our cross to bear. We do have our crosses to bear. Uh, yeah. Would you like a scone and some tea? I have twinings if you'd like that. Twinings. <laughs> all right. You can now vote for those matchups and make sure you do it. PrestonandSteve.com. We want to know what you think. So Daily Rush Madness uh, continues. I got, a, uh, I got a, a text from a buddy of mine. I haven't talked to him in probably over a year. We, we, uh, we're old high school friends, and... We have we we chat like once, maybe once a year or something. This like isn't that. your foot model, buddy, is it? No, oh, no, okay. no, no. It's my buddy Billy. <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, Billy texts me. He's like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Just checking in." Also, he goes, "Do you remember this girl? Uh, what was her name? Sarah Samuels or something like that." But anyway, um, and I uh, I was like, nah, "It doesn't sound familiar." So I went. And I, I flipped through the yearbooks and I didn't see her. And I got back to him. I'm like, I, I looked for her, and I, I go, I know the name. Yeah. I just don't remember who she was. And he goes, okay. And then I go, well, why? What, what You know, what's the interest? And he goes, well, you know, we we kind of dated off and on for a couple of years back in high school, like under the radar. Nobody knew about it. All right. And he goes, uh, no, I was thinking about reaching out to her. And it was then that it kind of clicked, and I was like, I knew who it was. All right, and, right. And I go, okay, this girl with long, dark hair, she was in our geometry class together. Did you look her? Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Pretty hot. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's a story of me. I stole a photo of her in a bikini. Anyway, it was a, it's a whole other story. I love you. Yeah. I love you so much. I did. You boobies. And Billy, Billy, my much better looking and charismatic friend, was, he got he got girls left and right. Right, of course. You always uh, loved having friends like that. Uh, yeah, totally, right? I just need you to remind me what a creature I am. So anyway, anyhow, I could, and, and he, we, this text exchange was last night. It was kind of late. I'm like, hey, I want to catch up with you later. I got to go to bed anyway. So, uh... You know, Billy's been, he, he's divorced uh, and has been divorced for several years. So I got a figure, and he just said, you know, I just want to see what she was up to, how she, well, how she is nowadays. I'm thinking it's this whole thing of being cooped up right now oh. and reaching out to uh, exes, old flames, and stuff like that. This is a big liability. I was reading an article. I think I sent, might have sent it along to you. I have it here, yeah. yeah, yeah. That this, this can be an issue. And... Um, yeah, I can see that, you know. Uh, it probably works out sometimes, but I also think it's, is it the right dynamic to reach out? I think it might be more of an issue for uh, 
more fresh relationships. This is something that was like thirty years ago, right? So, so uh, I like, think I think you're right. More recent, yeah. If you broke up earlier, you know, uh, late last year, yeah. The mistakes are still there. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the wounds are still there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> There's a little bit of blood on the band aid. Yeah. So uh, I think we're seeing probably, and if this is happening with you, if you've received. A text from an ex during this time, or maybe you've done it yourself. I'd like to hear about it. Two one five two six three WMMR and see how that's how that's working out for you. Because huh. you're not even supposed to really meet up with them, but but you're trying to get something going here. I can. Hey, see. Lorena, it's John. John Bobbitt. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I you know, I could see that though. If if you have a dynamic where you're not, you know, some people are are holed up and quarantined, and they're they're you know they're by themselves yeah. or or. They're just with other people, but bored out of their minds, and then yeah. they and you, uh, you know, quiet time or downtime in the house lends itself to your mind racing. And I bet I could fix that. Yeah, and I bet I could fix that over the internet. I don't even think if if my relationship with my wife were to end today, I don't think that there is anybody that I have ever dated in my life that I could call up and even have a shot at getting. I- Together. Also, Did you it's not... weird. It's that many years later. Like everyone's moved on. Yeah. So so yeah. There's there's a point with that too. But Casey, so have you remained you've remained friends with exes? Uh, yeah. I mean, listen. I'm uh, I haven't had many girlfriends to you know call exes or whatever. But like anyone that I would consider you know even having gone on a date with or whatever, I am friends with. I would say ninety percent of them on Facebook. Okay. Um. Right, right. You know. So but I like you know my I, I don't know I, I I like that door was shut on me <laughs> years ago it's and over. they have and they have never looked back and it's fine nothing's <laughs> over fine <laughs> but hello, I hello Cindy <laughs> hey, remember remember I, my friend stole a picture of you in a bikini <laughs> 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 at home and under quarantine I was just thinking to myself nothing's over. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Rambo sitting there looking at a picture. Uh huh. I was just cleaning my knife, and I was thinking, you always look sharp. You like that line? <laughs> yes. I love that line, actually. Uh, so Steve, yes, had sent me this article, uh, and and it, it's got to be from, I believe, a women's uh, periodical, a magazine or or, or website, because. It, it it's says, a man in the boat weekly. Well, no, it says it seems that even in the midst of a global pandemic, jerks, soft boys, and every other worst version of your ex still exists. Soft boy, by the way, is S O F T B O I. Okay, so what does that boy. mean? Soft boy, I, I don't know. Anyway, it says uh, that convenient text from your ex is probably less related to how they just saw this and thought of you and more to do with how bored they are. So, okay, so to Kathy's point, you get you you start to rekindle. There's a whole bunch of different ways to come in on this. Is it more genuine because you're just looking to because you know there's nothing you can do at this point. At least you got it. At least another at least April right mm-hmm. before you can really do anything. Uh, so are you coming in on the most purest of reasons, or will do you think most women or most people would? Um, See it as laying the groundwork I, or, or I, capitalizing on a pandemic. I don't know how women would see it, but it, it seems like you would be laying the groundwork uh, <laughs> from a guy's perspective, I would think. Have you ever, so let's say outside a pandemic range, have you, uh, have you ever had success? Have you, when you've been alone, perhaps you've had a, a couple of pops, as they say. Um, 
It, uh, to I mean, me, I, it listen, never works out well. There's been rebound sex, for yeah. sure. Right. Which can um, be great. But I, I don't think there's been, like, years. Well, and, and, and listen, we'll take any of the scenarios. Yeah. If it was just a few months ago or whatever, that's fine. But but years lapse? No, I don't think I've ever had that happen before. But I mean, I, sure it can. But oh, like, sure, yeah. The, in the, that's like a, a special situation in the majority yes. of the cases. Like, y- your think, ex is the only other b- matching blood type you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I would think you'd be like, oh, God, this guy's reaching out again. Here, here's a, here, This goes on to say he or she is the equivalent of the person at the party who has a partner but still wants to flirt just to see if they've still got it. Oh. I think that's part of it, too, maybe. I think that's absolutely uh, it. Especially if they're in a relationship and they're reaching out and just say, hey, how you doing? Maybe they're trying to see if it... Hi, I was just doing some push-ups. <laughs> to see if they still uh, can uh, get that kind of feedback from somebody that goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah still, still got it. Yeah. <laughs> let me go to... Now, this isn't the same scenario that we're talking about, but let me let me go to Mel. Hi, Mel. Good morning. Hi, it's your favorite BTS Army Mel. Oh, okay, Mel. How are oh, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Mel? I'm good. So, um, so the deal is, me and my ex-husband broke up not too long ago. I have not moved out of my house yet. Yeah. But I'm quarantined with him. <laughs> You're quarantined with him. Have you reached out to other boyfriends? Have you reached out to any, anybody else? Exes? I, I, I definitely have, but um, I've reached out to some some people that I used to talk to. Really, no one's responded to me. So <laughs> <laughs> See? You're, like, you're yeah, crawling with on. the COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, hang on, Mel. Have have you have you and he had a little rebound action? No. I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Don't give <laughs> in. Don't do it. I'm so stuck with my ex, and I cannot stand him. <laughs> so how are you, how, let me ask you, Mel, how are you, do you have the literal, like they do in sitcoms, you put a, a line of tape down the middle of the house, or what are you doing? Yeah, we're, we're actually still friends for the most part. Um, I'm in my studio. He's in his office. He works from home, so he's there all the time. I got laid off, so I'm there all the time. Oh, it's awful. Jesus. <laughs> well, at least you have BTS to get you through. I do, and they released a new album not too long ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you this guy despises yeah. BTS with oh, every my, ounce of, of his body. Of course fiber. he does. <laughs> <laughs> BTS for, for, for our failed relationship. There you 100%. go. Not, pi- not, not Pikachu? <laughs> no, no. Well, we can't even play Pokemon Go right now. We can't go anywhere. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Mel. Good luck hey, with yeah. that. She's on her. Good. She's on the edge. Bye. Luck with that. <laughs> she um, might be drinking, too. All right. Now, here's here's another thing, okay? And this is, this is another, uh, an offshoot of this mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, but the question is, should you text your crush during the coronavirus outbreak, meaning somebody that you really like and, and maybe doesn't know that you like them and you want to reach out and see if there's a connection. I can't say that were I single, you know, years ago and I was going through this that I might not because I, I tended to a couple, a couple of times I lived with other guys, roommates, but a lot of time I was, you know, I, I liked living, you know, by myself and having that that deal that if I were going through something like this, that I might not try that. Hey, given today's uh, abilities with with communication, because yeah. it was different. You had to you had to call, and, you know, Pony and Express. You had to yeah, do yeah. that whole make thing. sure the wagon train got through. The, the, the carrier pigeon. Those Indians. Yes. Uh, so, 
Uh, so now it's really easy to reach out to somebody, right. and and if they're your crush, you may you may know them from somewhere already through work or wherever it may be, and have a, uh, an ability to reach out to them, or you follow them on social media or something like that. Um, an old University of Michigan study found that social connections improve your physical, mental, and emotional well being. People who feel connected to others have a stronger immune system and lower levels of depression and anxiety. So it says. Go ahead and text your crush. The worst that could happen is they won't answer you. What if it's a what if you are texting a coworker who is a crush? That's a whole other I think animal. now there's where I think I think you have to really because the, you know how much you should think a lot of people don't sadly before you send like a tweet or an email how, what's the tone of this? How does this sound? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you are just kind of battle playing the game battleship romantically and just firing around to see if it gets if it lands. And you're doing that, you're trying to, because sometimes we know people at home, we know a lot of people are drinking. Yeah. We know that, they, so this to me is almost like like a global Christmas party, an office Christmas party. I, I Yeah, not only that, I see this is a great social experiment to yes. just how we're operating now. Yeah. But, uh, but the at work thing is a risky proposition. Right. I mean, you, you may have been getting uh, what you think are signals and they really aren't. Uh, Looks like I got a message from Kathy Romano. What's this about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God, and once and once you once you cross that threshold, you can't uncross it. And uh, you know, to, uh, to quote Doctor Evil, it got weird. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah, by the coffee machine. <laughs> that can get strained. Uh, you know, because again, I, w- I would say to try to keep a check on that. Yeah, but uh, uh, reaching out to people from your past. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. Okay. You know? Um. Yeah. <clears throat> but what? It, I mean, while you're quarantined and you're not in the office, why not try to work this out now, where you I've, don't have to? I see always it. love looking at your ass. <laughs> <laughs> love the, the Daily Rush read yesterday. You on the rag? Are you on the rag? <laughs> I was wondering, what are people doing that that live alone? Uh, you know, that that is well, that's where this becomes. I think so. That's my sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my sister not only lives alone, my sister really doesn't have any friends other than me and my mom. So it's been tough for her. And that's that is that's a horrible situation. Uh, hang on. Marissa wanted to speak up on the, the uh, texting thing. Well, yeah. So speaking actually to Casey's point, um, I have a girlfriend who I love so much. And she just started dating a guy maybe like a week and a half before mm. this quarantine started. Wow. And they've been like shacking up. Oh, no kidding. So it kind so of they're like, living together now. It like fast tracked their relationship. And she's notoriously like she's a serial dater. She'll like go on dates with one Cinnamon person. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. So, so, but, so she's more she's more inclined to go through a lot of people, but well, she locked and loaded on this guy. Be, and was no, that predominantly predicated on the, the, all, the whole situation? No, wrong connotation on that. I mean, like she'll go on dates with the same guy like a... Uh, over the course of a month. Just okay. a date, you know, once a week, maybe once every two weeks right. she'll see them. Um, but now they've been hanging out like two, three days Does she together. check his temperature every morning? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> is, is, the, is the term serial dater like just a nice way of saying a slut? A, well, it could, it could be. In some cases, it could be. Or, or, or a, 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 what is the male equivalent? A whoremaster? Uh, whore. whore yeah. so, so. I was implying that she just like dates people and doesn't really have like long term relationships. Yep. I, yeah. Um, I, that, but yeah, I hope for them it works out. But like, I think it's like that city mentality too, where like you just kind of 
don't want or that loneliness thing where you just don't want to be alone. You're like, you want to do this together? It's not like in the burbs where you're distracted with the butter churn. You want to be alone together. Milk and the cows. So I I read an article about um, people that that live alone and and what they're going through uh, during this situation. And basically the article said this is their life. This is what they're used to. Like we as people who, who live, you know, in a household where there are other people would think, oh, my God, what would I do if I were alone? True. Um, but what the article stated was that this is this is how they live. This Ka- is what they're used to, and it's just part of their life. Kathy, yeah. that's a very salient point because I consider myself really uh, like most of my social stuff is is through work, and and so my wife goes out a lot. It's it's, it's my my wife is uh, adjusting a bit a, a, a more than I am because I I'm I'm at I know how to occupy my time, and I'm at home, and I I you know I, I and I'm also coming here. My my routine has not right. changed much, mm-hmm. except there's a lot more hand sanitizer. Right. Mm-hmm. So so uh, for her and for other people. I, I definitely feel their pain because that part of this has been truncated. Go well, ahead. I, will, go no, ahead. I was, was going to say, because Steve, you talked about, um, you know, going into work. So I'm at home in my office. You would not believe the extra time, even just like from leaving the station and driving home. Like there's 20 minutes to a half an hour of my day. So now the show's over and I'm like, huh. Now what? <laughs> yeah. 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 I have a total of like an hour driving time. Uh, so if that were gone, I'd be like, wow. Yeah. I got all day here at the house. And that's when I listen to the milk carton kids, Preston. Uh, here, by the way, going back to the relationship thing uh, or crush thing, this text says, what if you have a crush on your best friend's wife's sister? Whoa. Your best friend. That's okay, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, are you married? Sister. Best. And, well, yeah, it all depends on is if she you're married. Are you married? married? Yeah. So yeah. is that her own mother? Or did I misread that? No, you're misreading <laughs> oh. that. Uh, let me go to a couple of phone calls real quick here. I will go to... Oh, we just lost them. Oh, man. Somebody was uh, texted their ex last week and was just leaving their house. Oh, wow. Uh, so let me see. Yeah, let me go to... Uh, Jamie has a question. Jamie L. Hi, Jamie. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzook. Gadzook. So your question here, you uh, you have a scenario you wanted to share? even a question okay. it kind of is so um i was best friends with this guy through high school for 10 years toward the end of those 10 years we tended to uh both be single so we started hooking up fell head over heels for the guy he ended up lying to me caught him in it twice broke my heart swore him off three weeks later i met the guy i'm now engaged to and i haven't spoken to my ex-best friend in five years and now i'm noticing he's liking all my instagram posts he's messaging People that happen to know me that he knows I would see their messages. Yeah. Like, yeah, that like, groundwork. Yeah, Jamie, that groundwork is being laid there, obviously. Yeah. So that he yeah. can get laid. And yeah. did this just start happening when the uh, uh, the, the quarantine uh, started taking place? Yes, sir. There Indeed. you go. That's and a textbook. Like, I know what you're doing. I know he lives alone, too, because he can never hang on to a girlfriend because he's a liar. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, right. now's your chance to really F with him. You're going to tell him that, or are you going to string him along, or what are you going to do, Jamie? You know what? I'm I'm getting married at the end of the year. Hopefully, as long as this whole quarantine thing gets lifted up, I'm a happy woman. But it's like I see it happening, and I heard you guys talking. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Yeah. yeah. This is cute. So, so, Jamie, if he reaches out directly to you, what's going to be your response? How are you going to handle it? out to me i'm just going to be like listen you waited to apologize for breaking my heart for five years i wish you all the best but don't knock on this door again there, there you, go. you go good call well done sister friend yeah, yeah. talk uh, to the hand thank thank you jamie we'll see you kick him to the curb all right here's uh, an anonymous caller hi you're on the air good morning anonymous hey bitches hey, hey what? what all right what's your story man 
right. Yeah, I'm the one. I hung up because I wasn't too sure if I should go on air with this one. I wanted to text it, but yep. Just got home from my ex's house. Uh-huh. How long ago did you guys split up? Two years. Oh, wow. Two years. Wow. And so who reached out to who? I, I kind of made the first move. I've been in quarantine for about 15 days now, so I'm going out of my mind. Are you in quarantine uh, because you, you suspected you might have it or just the general quarantine? No, I got sick like three weeks ago. Okay. Um, with, with the flu. So, like, I, you know, and then we all got laid off, mm-hmm. you know, after the whole thing. But then, uh, yeah, so I reached out to her, went to her house, and banged the bejesus out of her. <laughs> banged? Is that a medical term? Bejesus oh out of her. I was so- Okay, so I, I have a question. What 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 are you going to do after this is all over? Is your intention to get back together, or go, is it just for this, and then that's going to be over? No, I'm going to buy her a helmet for the next time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> for the for the, for the backboard for the uh, for the yeah for the backboard. I'll tell you what. Um, she, she's she's that one that got away though. So like it, it's. it's it's kind of like bittersweet. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but you know, it was it was great. Just, so, so okay. Right. So obviously, there are a few infractions here on the quarantining thing. But but it, does it? Did you did you outside of humping her feelings out? Do you feel you connected on a uh, on an emotional <laughs> level at all? Is there is is there oh, a rekindling or just a just a straight up yeah booty call as Preston says? No, there there could be something there, but but for now, it's just like you always want that final like the final. You know, one more. This is what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you didn't he, want to call. He's being honest, and I appreciate I, that. I, I yeah, yeah, no, that's, uh, and I think a lot of people are probably in your same situation. So just be cautious and safe, obviously. But yep. uh, yeah, I, no, of course we were. She's in quarantine too, so it. it you know, we we are safe. I, I would never put anybody in harm's way. Okay. And, and who and who knows where this is going to go? Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Thank you for the call, dude. Thanks, Appreciate Thanks, it. We'll see you. All right. The Corona baby in that yeah. one. Corona baby. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, these are things that one should consider. Should consider if you're starting to to feel that way. And listen, obviously being cooped up, and it's only been a couple of weeks. Uh, we got a little ways to go. It's um, going to get worse. It's going to get <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit worse. So try to try to keep a handle on it and and consider things. Uh, I I unfortunately don't have a clear cut answer for you. I, I can't say it's a bad idea to text your ex. I can't I say it's a bad idea to <laughs> to text your crush. I can't say it's a good idea. I don't, I don't know. I think you know the, the way you start off, Preston, is by clipping letters out of magazines and pasting them together in a <laughs> sentence. It remains truly anonymous. Right. It remains you can't. Then you get a feel for it. Right. And I first. think what woman wouldn't be thrilled to get a message like that in the yep. mail? Mm-hmm. All right, anyhow, that it's definitely taking place, though, because these are unique times, these <laughs> uncertain times. And these uncertain times when you're banging someone's head against the <laughs> back of the bed. All right, so we have more Daily Rush Madness to get to in a little bit. We have a number of guests on the program. We have MMR's Rock Refund. So when we return, we'll get to the Bizarre File, and depending on how things time out, we might be getting into that uh, Rock Refund, a chance for you to win $500. It is so simple, and we do it seven times a day. Monday through Friday on MMR, so don't miss the opportunity. We'll be back in just a moment. In these difficult times, MMR reminds you, social distancing doesn't mean you can't still be social. Good morning, my neighbors! Connect with us on your favorite social media platform today. After all, since we're going to be here a while, let's make the best of it together, but safely. 
because we don't know where your timeline has been. Oh, my God. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let us do the case. We're going to do the bizarre file first. If you could move those two things so I have the proper order here and we can get right into it. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. All right, uh, let's dive right into it. Casey mentioned this story yesterday. Here are the details. A determined runner ran the length of his balcony seven thousand times to raise money for charity. Seven thousand times. Yeah, 27-year-old Sam Hustler was all set to run the London Landmarks Half Marathon, but the event was canceled due to the coronavirus. Hustler wanted to honor his commitment to uh, raising money for Haven House Children's Hospital, which supports children with life-threatening or life-limiting illnesses, so he completed the half marathon uh, 13.9 miles on his balcony, which is only nine feet long. <laughs> nine feet. So he's running in circles, yeah, I assume? running in circles. Okay, all right. And apparently he had to do it. I guess he did the math. He had to do it 7,000 times. Is this different than the story? It's a diff- it, yeah. it is a different story. Yeah, yeah. the one I had, there was a guy in his backyard. But, man, would you not get dizzy? Yes. You I would think, think you would. You would. Pu- I would. I'd puke all over the place. Yeah, so. The guy that did it in his backyard, uh, he ran a marathon around a 130-foot course that he had set okay. up in his backyard. Well, like- this wins, Kathy. <laughs> nine foot. Yeah, nine yeah. feet uh, in a circle. Forget about it. All right. I love this story. An Australian astrophysicist has been admitted to the hospital because he got four magnets stuck up his nose. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was in an attempt to invent a device that stops people from touching their faces. I was attempting to create something that would prohibit people from touching their faces, but it went asunder. Dr. Daniel Reardon, a research fellow at Melbourne University, was building a necklace that sounds an alarm on facial contact when the mishap occurred on Thursday night. Jesus. The 27-year-old astrophysicist who studies pulsars and gravitational waves said that he was trying to liven up the boredom of self-isolation with the four powerful uh, neodymium magnets. He said, I have some uh, electronic equipment, but really no experience or expertise in building circuits or things. So why not do it? I had a part that detects magnetic fields, and I thought that if I built a circuit that could detect the magnetic field and we wore magnets on our wrists, uh, then it could set off an alarm if brought too close to your face. A bit of boredom and isolation made me think of that. However, the academic realized the electronic part he had did the opposite part of it, and he, he said it would only complete a circuit when there was no magnetic field present. He said, I actually invented a necklace that buzzes continuously unless you move your hand close to your face. So he's got magnets blown up into his skull and this thing buzzing in the background. Yeah, so after scrapping that idea, I was still a bit bored. Playing with the magnets, it's uh, the same logic as clipping pegs to your ears. I clipped them to my earlobes. And then clipped them to my nostril, and things went downhill pretty quickly when I clipped the magnets to my other nostril. Reardon said he placed two magnets inside his nostrils and then two on the outside. When he removed the magnets from the outside of his nose, the two inside ones stuck together. Fortunately, the researcher then attempted to use his remaining magnets to remove them. He said, at this point, my partner who works at a hospital <coughs> excuse me, was laughing at me. And I was trying to pull them out, but there is a ridge at the bottom of my nose, and you can't get past it. After struggling for 20 minutes, I decided to Google the problem and found an article about an 11-year-old boy who had the same problem. The solution was more magnets so the, on the outside to offset the pull from the ones on the inside. The other person who had done this was 11 years old. Uh, that is correct. Yeah. 
I uh, said, as I was pulling downwards to try and remove the magnets, they clipped onto each other, and I lost my grip, and those two magnets ended up in my left nostril <laughs> while the other one was in my right. And at this point, I ran out of magnets. Uh, before attending the hospital, Reardon attempted to use pliers to pull them out, uh, but they became <laughs> magnetized by the magnets inside his nose. Sure. Said every time I brought the pli- the pliers close to my nose, my entire nose would shift towards the pliers, <laughs> and then the pliers would stick to the magnet. <laughs> it was a little bit painful at this point. He said my partner took me to the hospital that she works in because she wanted all her colleagues to laugh at me. By the way, you're a moron. Uh, the doctors thought it was quite funny, making comments like, this is an injury due to self-isolation and boredom. <laughs> at the hospital, a team of two doctors applied an anesthetic spray and manually removed the magnets. From Reardon's nose, an astrophysicist. That's hilarious. Mind you know you. we'll hear many, many more stories yes. about things like this that generate from the boredom of quarantine. A Maine man said armed neighbors descended on his home and chopped down a tree to block his road and prevent him from leaving because they believed that he might have coronavirus. Does yeah. he, in fact, have coronavirus? No. And and these here, I have other stories He's like this, He's the main too. man. Uh, the Van Halven resident said that he went outside Friday to check why his cable service wasn't working and found a tree blocking the end of his road. A neighbor started yelling at him, and a group of people showed up and began gathering around. Believing the group may be there to harm him, he fled into his residence and told his roommates what he had found. The roommates stayed in the home, where they used a VHF radio to contact the Coast Guard for assistance and a drone to monitor the group's activity. This is an island town. Okay. So when law enforcement arrived, the group had fled, and it was apparent that the tree had been cut down and dragged to block the road. Officers learned that some residents believed the roommates needed to be quarantined. None of the roommates, who were from New Jersey, by the way, and were renting a home in Venelhaven while working a construction job since September showed symptoms consistent with COVID-19. They didn't have any symptoms. They were just from New Jersey, <laughs> but they've been there since September. Right. So they, uh, they're trapped on an island with these people. The residents had been on the island for nearly a month before the incident took place. So <laughs> these idiots, no. these freaking idiots, I'm telling you. All right, one last story, and then we'll move on. Uh, the president of Belarus is insisting that vodka and saunas will cure the coronavirus. Really? While claiming Perfect. nations that have gone into lockdown are in the throes of a psychosis. President Alexander uh, Lukashenko has insisted the Eastern European nation of nearly 9.5 million remain open for business and even took part in a packed ice hockey match on Saturday. He said it's better to die standing than to live on your knees. He was, he was quoting Mexican revolutionary uh, Zapata uh, and calling sports the best antivirus remedy. So his remedy is, did you say vodka and saunas? Yeah, he eventually gets to that. He said, there are no viruses here. He was talking about the ice rink after his game. He said, I don't see them. <laughs> he attacked... Where the, are they? He attacked the psychosis that is crippling other nations' economies, saying that the world has gone mad and offered... Uh, that what he says are simple solutions. People, He said people should not only wash their hands with vodka, but also poison the virus with it, meaning so, get drunk. So you should live like a, like a Floridian retiree, taking you, saunas <laughs> and drinking vodka. You should drink the equivalent of 40 to 50 milliliters of rectified spirit daily, but not at work, he said. I don't see any virus. And, and he also said that uh, he advised uh, slugging back the hard liquor after trips to the banya, a Russian-style sauna, uh, two or three times a week, he said, when you come out of the sauna, not only wash your hands, but also your insides with 100 milliliters of vodka. 
Uh, and he advised uh, that uh, hard work will cure the deadly pandemic. All right. So that's his... Well, uh, we'll keep at that. Let's hear him out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know? All right, I, think, I think the medical community would support that hockey is a great... Uh, we'll ask Scotty Hartnell later on. If yeah. that, uh, All right, and that is what I it's have. It's a good defense against the coronavirus. The bizarre file for you. All right, ladies and gents, step right up. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right, so I'm going to give you this special word and tell you how to enter it and your opportunity to win $500. Your first opportunity happens right now. And you have 15 minutes until until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. The word is social, which is spelled S-O-C-I-A-L. Social. Uh, and you need to enter that via text to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you want to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter it on the WMMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. So the word social. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it's brought to you by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So once again, the word social, S-O-C-I-A-L. Get on it. Good luck. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do this. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Next match up to highlight comes from our shart portion of the brackets. Always a very delicate portion. It is, and it's up to you to determine who's going to win. Is it Gene Simmons' chicken, or will it be Bill Weston gets off? Strong competitors. Let's play a couple of clips. This is a Gene Simmons chicken. Here we go. 13,000 chickens that need to find a place to go. Uh, maybe Gene could step in and do a benefit. Absolutely. He loves chickens. Thank um, you for attending tonight. There's a very special chicken I want to bring up on stage. Uh, though it may be hard I to love believe. you, my little f- feathered friend. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. He eats falafels right out of my mouth. <laughs> And whereas his beak is pointy, he makes sure to do it delicately as to not puncture my lips. Did you give him a little kiss at the end there? Yep. You're such a good little chicken. (laughs) So that is going to face off against Bill Weston gets off. So let's hear just a little taste of that. Uh, Released in 2009, the LP featured the single I Get Off. I get get off. (laughs) Bill Weston, I get off. I'm going to shoot. Oh, dude. (laughs) Now I'm thinking about Bill at the moment of ecstasy. I know. I know. Bill's pillow talk. It's about to happen. Feel a little tingling down the tunnel. Another tunnel of love. (laughs) Barn door. Barn door. Barn door's open. (laughs) Barn door's open. Quickly, massage my low hanging fruit. I'm almost there. (laughs) Oh, God, I love it. Uh, Who's going to win? It's up to you. We need to know. You can go to PrestonandSteve.com. You can watch the videos. We recommend you do that. And then uh, place your vote. You don't need to give us any information. It's just click which one you want to win. And it's just that simple. That's all there is to it. Speaking of winning, we're going to try a contest. 
Yes, we are. We don't stop. No, we have stuff to give away. So this one is uh, a little bit strange. And in fact, its its roots are in the butt. Uh, the, not the butt. And well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is. But the roots come from the, uh, the Daily Rush Madness uh, because... It's going to key off of uh, some backwards audio. Case, do we have the uh, yeah. the rim job example? Yes, we do. So okay. this is what uh, this is what inspired it, if you would please. Rim job. Okay, so that's me <laughs> speaking forward phonetically the word rim job and then played backwards. I know it's a little bit confusing. What we're going to do is we're going to I, I'm going to show you how this works just to remind everybody how the origin of this. Yes. So, Steve, give me a word, any word that uh, that doesn't have to do with our current world we're living in right now. Anything. Uh, you know what? Uh, just give me a word. Uh, uh, how about automobile? Autumn. Oh, my God. That's going to oh. be hard. All right. Casey's you you want something smaller? No, like okay. Garage. Let's try this. Let's try this. All right. So, Casey's okay. going to record me saying this. Here we go. Uh-huh. Automobile. Okay. okay, so now he's going to play that All backwards, right. and we're going to hear what that sounds like. Okay. And then I try to emulate that. So let's hear it, Casey. All right, give me one second. It's I, gonna I take, wanna... He's got to do a little bit of editing. What was the step-off story that started the Daily Rush video? Was it audio that they had taken from a... Um... I don't remember. I, but I remember it was something, and we said... I forget exactly. So this is automobile. Is this it backwards? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh my no way. God. So... Let's play it again. Okay. Oh wait, sorry. Laid one but all. Laid one And then I write it. I write it down phonetically. Try it again. One more time. Laid one but all. Do you want me to do it slower too? Yeah, slower. All right. Laid one but all. I mumbada. I mumbada. Is it laid one but all? I mumbada. All right, let's try it, Case. Okay. Oh my God, you're gonna do it now. Yep. All right. I mumbada. Now it's not going to sound just like yeah. it, but sometimes let's <laughs> let's hear what let's hear what this. We did this all day yesterday, yeah. by the way, <laughs> dude. And, and you know what? He's pre- he's really good at this. Yeah. Um, it's really really hard to do. It is. Casey uh, did one of them. One of them I had a hard time with, and Casey ended up doing it. So, all right, so I've reversed what you said. Would you say I mumbada? I mumbada. And this is what it sounds like reversed. Okay. I yeah. So, after, <laughs> after the show, oh, here it again. again. Adam Mombiel. That's crazy. <laughs> Kathy's covered up her face. Um, so we did this yesterday after we got off the air with a bunch of words concerning the current situation that we here in the United States of America are living in. I've it's taken. That's the one. I've taken key words and phrases that are being thrown around a lot right now Yes, and recorded them like that. So you've been hearing them a lot. They're, 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 they, they will sound familiar to your ear. Yes. And uh, I think so, this is great. So we're going to play. We're going to play it backwards, though. Mm-hmm. And you have to that you're going to you're going to we're going to play it. Me saying it phonetically backwards. Like it'll sound like me. It'll sound like that. Me saying that. And then. Adam Mombiel. And then we'll see if you can guess what it is. So I've decided, Casey, I'm going to give them two shots at it. You okay. Get, you get two guesses, okay, because it's really hard. It it's really very, is. very difficult. And uh, I, I, we can give a clue if you want. Sure. 
Listen, okay. in this, in these troubled times, yeah. in these uncertain, in these times. uncertain times, in these uncertain times, where a game that was spawned from the word rim job is being played, <laughs> yeah. we can all use some assistance to win some prizes. I so feel we, like we can also maybe take a cue by the text message board. Okay, if if the texts are getting it, then I I feel like we need to 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 move on. We're and, going to we're going to be as I said before, like the Mississippi. We're going to be fluid. Yeah. Um, I, I do have a question, though, when it comes to this stuff, Press. Um, when you say a palindrome, will that work? Like, if you were to say a pal- no. like like race car is a palindrome. If you said race car and recorded it and then played it backwards, would race car sound the same? No, because car and race, they're, they're completely different. Yeah. They're, they're, you're using different pronunciations for those letters in different parts of the word, even though... Now, do you, try want to, it. do you want to do it? That's why I wanted to, I wanted to try yeah. it because race, no. Well, no, not race car, but so so there's man K floor. So because race the, the race the C in race is an S sound, yeah. and the C in car is a K. Yeah, yep. Just try it. Okay, uh, and then oh, but there's a all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a palindrome that uh, K floor had an album called Rats Live on No Evil Star. I'm gonna try that and see what that. Okay, sounds like. listen, we're always always about the okay. experiment. Let's yeah. try it. All right. <laughs> Rats live on no evil star. Simple do one more that. one more time. You, you want to do an enunciate just a little, okay, a little, yeah. Sl- yeah. A little slower. Okay, uh, here we go. Rats live on no evil star. All right. So I just wasn't sure if palindromes work that way. No, uh, no, no. But go ahead. <laughs> We're also kind of killing time waiting for people to call in. So you know. All right. So this is it reversed. I, I've already reversed it. Okay. Sounds just like it. It's exactly the same. It's close. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. You hear that? All right. L- let's uh, let's try this out. Let's get callers on the line. Uh, I'm going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right. Do you, do you follow? I, I wanted to explain this so people could clearly understand. Do you follow how this is going to work? Oh, I follow. I'm not too uh, confident, but let's go. <laughs> no, it's all good. Okay, so, uh, Casey, when I play this, they're going to hear it of me. They're going to hear me saying this phonetically like it's backwards. Yes. Okay. And, so, then, the, and then the answer is the forward version. Okay, so listen to this and tell me this is a word that we've been hearing a lot lately. Are you ready? Yep. All right, Mike, here we go. Kemednep. Uh, I'll, I'll play it again for you. Listen closely. Okay. It's one word. <laughs> Kemednep. Oh, my God. I'm going to give you uh, two guesses. So what's your first guess? Distancing. Distancing. No, that is incorrect. All right. I'm going to play it again. And uh, let's see. Should I give him a clue? Yeah, give a clue. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, listen, in, the, in these troubled times. I'm playing along, give and I have well, no before, idea Before is. you give him a clue, uh, do you want to see if anybody's getting it on, on the text board? It's I gonna, got it. Uh, see, Nick's got it. Nick, you you have it? Yeah, I mean, I, can, I have a guess. Okay. You'd have to write it down. Yeah, people are getting it. Write it down and hold it up to your FaceTime screen. People are getting it. Uh, left and right, every single text that's coming in has gotten it correct. Okay. All right, I'll play it for you one more time. No clue. Let's see if you can guess this, Mike. Kemed okay. Nep. Face mask. Face mask. Oh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. I'll go to another caller. Thank you, man. All right. Let's try uh, Chris. Hey, Chris. What's up, Roast Beef? Yo, bud. <laughs> Roast Beef. All right. 
I'm going to play it for you. Ready? Yes. Ahmed Nep. Ahmed Nep. Quarantine. No. <laughs> no. You got two guesses. That wasn't good. It's a very big word here. <laughs> here it is again. Ahmed Nep. I have no clue. Oh, oh man. my god! But, but the the uh, the texters are getting it right, all left, of them, right? All all of them. Every, every single, single one of them. One of them. Yeah. Cam and a nap. Uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's like emojis, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me try Bill. Here's, here's that last one. Bill, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Bill. All right, you ready? Do you want to hear the word? Uh, yeah. All right, Hamed Nep. Do I get a clue? No, nobody else got a clue. Oh, uh, well, the texture's got it. I don't think I do, so I'm going with Pinhead. Pinhead? You hear that a lot. Yeah. It has to do with the world we're living in right now and words we're hearing on the news all the time. Have you heard Pinhead? You heard Jim Gardner say Pinhead? <laughs> a lot of Pinheads aren't cleaning their hands. I'm Jim Gardner, and tonight's news, it turns out a lot of Pinheads are still not social distancing. Pinheads and dickheads right. hanging out together. Listen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I almost spit my coffee out. <laughs> All right. Listen, listen to the last letter. Maybe that'll help you because the last letter will be the first, okay? Do you, do you follow me? Okay. Bill? Yeah. All right. All right here, listen. Here, listen. Nep. Precaution? Yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you. So, so and I, listen, I understand the conundrum here and, and yep. the, the difficulty. Again, so as what you're hearing... Is the word backwards? Yeah. yeah. So take the key. Listen to what Preston gave the advice. Listen to what the obvious last letter is, because that's the first letter of the word played the right exactly. way. Exactly. I right. am a nice. You still don't get it. Is, to no me, this is. is resoundingly easy. Let's play it, Case. Let's play it. All right. Uh, this is. We're going to give the answer. Uh, right. All right. Okay. All right. So here it is. This is what that was, and played reverse. Pandemic. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> Listen. Pandemic. Kathy, you still don't get it? Pa- no. It's pandemic. Pandemic. Damn it. All right, play it again. Pandemic. Oh, now I hear it. Now you yeah, hear, hear it. it. Okay. Maybe we will do a clue. Okay. Is that is that maybe better? Make the clue the answer. I mean, listen, you could give a clue, but there were thousands of people who right, well, texted in and got, got the right it. answer. Let's try the next one. If Ultimately, we... we want to give away prizes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So um, we'll try the next one and see how we do. We'll give them two guesses. Let me go to Dusty. Hey, Dusty. Hey. Hey. All right, Dusty, this is a, a word or a phrase that you're hearing a lot right now. Because of the pandemic. I didn't want to say the word pandemic. By the way, the name of the contest is Pandemic Schmandemic. That's what we're calling it. All right. So In these uncertain times. Yes, that's correct. Are you ready to try this thing out, Dusty? I'm ready. All right. Listen closely. This is me saying it phonetically backwards but forwards. Here we go. Here's Austin. It's <laughs> Oh, uh- Easy. <laughs> Write it down, Steve. I okay. want to see. All right. Wait, wait a second. No, do not proceed. Let it's me... two words. I yeah. will give you that. Let me play it again. All Listen right. to the case. Reset it. Oh. I, I can't I can't do it for Sorry. Me. Here we go. Here's Austin. It's Dene. No. No. Oh, it's I not thought it, I had Steve. it. Nope. Uh, do you have a guess, Dusty? Not at all. Not at all? Play it again. <laughs> One more time. Here we go. Here's Austin. It's Dene. <laughs> Nay, nay. <laughs> One more time. 
or his ostinance. Nene. I'm going to give him a clue. Okay. Social distancing. That's incorrect. That's what I guessed. But I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's a product. Oh. Do it again. Here we go. Here's ostinance. Nene. I don't know. It's something you should be using. Here's ostinance. Nene. Oh. What type of Nene do you use? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Dusty. We gotta let you go. Uh, right. Is anybody? I, I, I have it now. No, nobody's getting it. All right, so well, we yeah, went, a couple of people are. Getting All right, it. wait one second before you proceed. Let me just make sure so we can determine. Today, it, it's today, but it's it's which uh, uh, um, Steve's writing down his answer. So hang on a second here. Let's see it. Yep. Yeah, that's Steve. Right. Show me. Let me see. Show the camera. All right. Yeah. Let's, well, that's what I thought, but I still don't hear it. Let's go to Let's go to Stacy. Hi, Stacy. For you. What? She said F you. How are you? Oh, how are you? F you. Yes, F you. Do you uh do you need to hear it? I don't think so. I think it's hand sanitizer. Uh well, I think you're right. Yes! Now killed it! What do you want? Here here it is. Before we tell you your prize, here here's how it was again. Here's Austin it's and then so here it did? is. When we play that backwards, it sounds like this. And it's then it's That's good. Here's the deal. And here's the conundrum on this, Preston. H backwards is is and it's a hard one to get. Yes, it's it's like it's like Kathy when Bill walks into the room. It's a gasp. He's here. He's here. Because you can't do that and then you can't breathe in and then speak out. Right. It's, it's really weird. So it's hard to do. Right. So like breaking up. Yeah. The hardest part was hand, actually. Yeah. Hand because hand would be hand. All right. Anyway, we got a winner. Yeah. Stacy's going to get a prize. Stacy, you got the 1917 on DVD. Golden Globe winner for best motion picture. 1917 is a must-own visually striking spectacle with inspiring heroes. It's distinctively perceived from classic war movies, and it transcends the categorization with more scale, action, and suspense, and you can own it today. It's Hallelujah. a great movie. It yep. really is. All right, so we got a winner. Uh, let's and try it. Let's <laughs> remember this all came from. Uh, wait a second, it's not working. Oh, no. uh, I got to turn it up. It all came from this. Rim job. <laughs> Rim job. Rim you guys job. remember that was Blink 182. Was that what that was from, Nick? Was a, yeah. Yeah, it was a Blink 182 <sighs> record, and they, they called it Bojmir. Yes. Like, what the hell does Bojmir mean? And then also, um, Merce, can you scale this back in the uh, in the studio so we can see what we're, we're talking about here? Did Blink 182 like our thing? Or did, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. But anyway, it came Never from mind. this. Frame job. <laughs> All right. So uh, Kevin's on the light. Hey, Kim, Kevin, are you there? Snarf, snarf. Snarf, snarf. All right. This one was hard. In fact, Casey, is this one you had to do? This is the one that I did. Yeah. So we, you're gonna, the voices switch because I couldn't pull this off. All I right. tried, and then Casey stepped up and knocked it out. The man. All right. So Pinch hitter. Kevin, listen closely. These, these, are, these are two words. And we'll give you a clue if we have to. You'll get two guesses. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go, Kevin. Erp, eh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, one more time. I'll, I'll play it again. 
Here we go. Now, remember, this is something that uh, that has been said a lot over and over with with news stories lately. Hit me again. One more time. Oh, man. Hi. Kathy's nibbles are brown. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I'm sorry. I mean, that's correct, but not for the contest. Governor Wolf begins every... All right, Kevin. Uh, too many words. Kathy's uh, nibbles are still brown. All right, Kevin, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Yes. In most places, you can only buy this in a limited amount. Let me play it again. Paper towels? No, uh, you're so on the right path. You're so hot. incorrect, and you're so hot. <laughs> Sorry, dude. So hot. Uh, let me go to to Drew now. Drew's heard the clue now, so he gets he gets yes, a leg up. Yet. Hey, Drew. Just like a Rami said. Uh, yes. Uh, Drew, do you want to guess at that? Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. He's right. Yeah. And he does get an unfair advantage. I'm sorry, but we want to give prizes away. We so. do. We want you to be happy. Uh, so we're in going these troubling times. We're gonna. Oh, let's play this forward. You ready? Uh, uh, here, here. This was Casey doing it. Toilet paper. It's tough. It's a hard one. It's a yeah. It's not as easy as rim job. Paper was was the hard part to do. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Excuse me. Where's the toilet paper? Toilet paper. I just I experienced a, a messy rim job. Uh, rim job. Toilet paper. It's your, what did you just get a rim job? <laughs> Doesn't he sound like Stephen Hawking? He does. Your mouth does not want to do the things that it needs to do. It doesn't want to make the sounds that needs to be made. Well, you're also dealing with an inhale and exhale situation and how how, how sounds are made. And that's that's difficult to reverse. When we set it forward, uh, because what... um, Eliost. The, um... Eliost? Yes, I'd like some Eliost with a bit of cheese on top. Eliost. Well, that was a hard thing oh, to say. Was El- Elio's was because I-, I was trying to, s- and when I heard it, I was like, "Okay, it sounds like Elio's Pizza," and I couldn't even say Elio's, even yeah. though I it said like Elio's. A, yeah, it and sounds he- like a hockey player's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, you're right. Yes, uh, what are we giving our winner? Uh, we're giving them 1917 on DVD. Won Excellent. all these awards. All right. it, it is great. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> World War One. Right. I'll give you the ending if you want. We're gonna try another one. We're gonna go to Bob. Hey, Bob. 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 Say what? Oh, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. All right, this is another one. And remember, this is called pandemic schmandemic. So these are all words or phrases that have to do with the pandemic and the world. That we are living in. Are you ready to hear this one? Well, I'm ready. Shoot. This is a difficult one. Here we go. Yep. Listen closely. Nice neon divwook. I'll play. I'll play it a couple more times. You you get one guess with no help, and then I will give you a clue if you don't get it. Here we go, Bob. Nice neon divwook. By the way, if you have recording capabilities at home, try this today. It is so much fun. One more time. One more time, Bob. Here we go. Nice neon divwook. Social distancing. No, it is not social distancing. That is a phrase we're hearing quite a bit. Um, okay. 
This is wow. How what's what's a good clue? I didn't think of clues ahead of time. I apologize. May, for this. Well, it's it's a t- so play it one uh, more here, time. Here you, you go. Uh, no, I'll give you this. One of these words is a number. All right. Um, Let me play it again for you. Listen closely. Nice neon divwook. It's two words. Yes, yeah, Steve got it right. It's two words. One of these words is a number. I'll play it again. Nice neon divwook. COVID-19. Bob got it. Yeah! All right, let me play it. Hang on, Bob. I'll put you on hold. Uh, I'll play it again the way you've heard it. Nice neon divwook. And then, Casey, here's the other one. COVID-19. That's the best example of it being played backwards, forwards, and sounding right. Okay. COVID-19. Yeah, you nailed it. All of it, 19. The next one, I think, is the best one. Okay. I think I got COVID-19. COVID-19. Rim job. You should have seen us in here creating this yesterday. We were cracking up. And every time one would get it right, we'd be like, ah! Yes! We're long gone right. I mean, nice neon divwook. He yeah, is saying that. That's, that's not even reversed. That is yeah. him saying that. That is so funny sounding. Nice neon divwook. Nice neon divwook. And <laughs> I was writing it out phonetic, yeah, phonetically, these gibberish words. Right. Uh, what Bob, do we got for Bob? Bob has won uh, the new president Steve Beer of the Month, and it's the last day of the month, so we get a new beer next uh, tomorrow. Sure. And so you've won a uh, case of Sly Fox. Pikeland Pills, it's a classic Pilsner brewed with German and Czech hops wow. for a crispy, dry beer that pairs well with any springtime get-together. You can pick up a pint or a case of Pikeland Pills at the brand-new Sly Fox Tap Room at the Grove in Malvern. Somebody says, say, Sigh Name Cuff and reverse it. No, I'm not going to say Sigh Name Cuff. I have an idea what cuff is. Oh. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> Yeah, we were born yesterday, Mr. Michael Hunt. We'll have to do that another time. All right, let's get another caller. It's uh, John. Hey, John. Hey, you crumb bum bitches. Uh, you crumb, crumb bum, bum bitches. All right, we're going to try another one. Pandemic Schmandemic. That's the name of the game. I'm going to play this for you. It is one word, and we'll see if you can guess without a clue. If not, we'll give you a second shot. Here is the word. Listen closely, John. On a rock. It's a short one. Ooh. Let me play that again. Here we go, John. On a rock. All right. And you also have to get the inflections right, too, which is not just the pronunciations of the words. I but... would go with just the app, actual, the the auditory experience and try to replicate that without even thinking of the word, just to mimic. And I think that's what you're probably doing. Uh, is this it? Um, yeah. Yeah, Steve, you're nailing them. All right. Let me give it to you one more time. Here we go. On a rock. All right, John, you got yeah, a guess? Is it Corona? He got it on the first shot. Without a clue. Hang on a moment, John. So let's hear how this turned out when we play it uh, the other way. Here we go. Corona. There you go. Right? Not bad. Excellent. Pretty solid one. Corona. 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 I mean, if you listen to what he did, he had to make like a sound yeah. to get the k sound, which yep. is weird, right? So here's well, a, yeah, think backwards. about the reverse. Yeah, on a rock, and I had to go rock. It's almost like 
Some of it's like Yiddish. Yes. Uh, where there's like chus and stuff like that. Is that the big that. secret of Yiddish? That it's just people talking about it? It's just people talking well, about remember it. Remember the uh, uh, top, uh, um, uh, God, um, uh, top secret. Yes. Swedish is just yeah. English backwards. They do that whole thing yeah, yeah. backwards. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but there there are little sounds that you have to make that aren't normal in, in English, uh, in the English language. All right, what do we have for John case? Uh, John, you have our final case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pills. It's a classic Pilsner brewed with Czech, uh, German and Czech hops <laughs> for a crispy, dry beer that pairs well with any springtime get-together. You can pick up uh, uh, right now at the Sly Fox Tap Room at the Grove in Malvern. Case, how many more of these do we have? Uh, I think we have two. Okay, two more. Uh, let's, and then uh, maybe if we have some time, I have some audio to play. Uh, let's go to Roy. Hey, Roy. Hey, how are you? Good, Roy. You ready to try this game out? Sure, I need the first three. All right, good. Words or phrases that have been used a lot lately. Here is the clip, me saying it phonetically backwards. Here we go. Knessnesed or shus. Okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, pl- I'll play that again, Roy. Here we go. It's a phrase. It's two it's words. Distancing. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got yeah. it. All right. Hang Once on. you got it, you got it. Let me play that again as it is, and then I'll play it forward for you. Knessnesed or shus. All right, Casey, this was a hard one. Here we go. Social distancing. How about that? I got social pretty solid, but the distancing part was was difficult. Social distancing. That's saying. <laughs> All right. Case, what do we got for him? All right. We got a digital download of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the final film in the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. This is available now digitally in HD and 4K Ultra HD and via movies anywhere. It's available, available physically in 4K uh, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD today, starting right now. All right. So we have one more. One more. And we are going to go to uh, Caleb for the last one. Hey, Caleb. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, Caleb, you get the gist of the game here? I do. Pandemic schmandemic. This is one word that I'm going to play for you. It's been said a lot lately. Listen closely. Here we go. It's a short one. Let me try that one more time. Ooh. I had to add a little on the end there. One more time. Here we go. If you were to guess, without any hint, what would your buddy say who's talking in the background? No. What do you think it is? Uh, can I get a clue? No, Not guess yet. first, and then uh, then I'll give you a clue if you get it wrong. Okay. Hand soap? No, not hand soap. It's one word. <laughs> one word. Okay. Uh, let's see. How do I... Uh, what's a good way to... Uh, let me play this again real quick while I'm thinking of the uh, the clue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm having t- trouble with this one. It's what most people are supposed to be under now. A roof. Oh. Uh, quarantine. He's right. Yeah! Pretty big clue, but... Uh, That's a tough one. Yeah. That means Caleb wins. Listen closely. This is it again. <laughs> and then we'll play that uh, forward. Here we go. Quarantine. 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 Great job. One more time. Quarantine. 
Quarantine. Having a lot of rim jobs <laughs> under quarantine. All right, what do we have for him, Case? <laughs> All right, so that actually sounds like a character from Star Wars talking. Yeah. And so you are going to win a digital download of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. It is the final film in the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. This is available now digitally in HD, 4K, Ultra HD, and via movies anywhere. But it's actually physically available now in 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD starting Right now, today that Thanks. worked out great. Yep, and kudos to uh, Eric and uh, and Todd and our you know promotions department for scaring up a whole bunch of stuff you know to give away. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we and, still have more. <clears throat> and uh, you know we'll do it again, but next time we figured it would be timely to use uh, the words that we're hearing a lot right now. But uh, next time we'll do some little more nonsense and, and have some fun. With well, it. yeah, the good part was that you had sort of a a category to sort of stay within that yeah. realm. So I think that does help. Yep, absolutely. Um, should we break and come back, or Jack? Well, do I have a, a little moment to, to mention something? If you want to just make a quick mention of something, I think we have a uh, we have time to well, do that. Well, it's a little more than a quick mention. So, we, so we got a couple of guests coming up. We have a kind of a uh, uh, a laundry list of guests, but maybe we could chat, uh, bring up something after Mark Summers. Yeah, because then we have Scotty Hartnell at nine thirty or something. Yes. All right, anyhow. Yeah. So, so listen. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We're going to talk to some friends. So uh, we do have our buddy Mark Summers who's popping in, checking in from California. We'll see how he's doing. Uh, Scotty Hartnell. We're just talking to some friends, uh, you know, in this time right now. Not a lot of people are are promoting things, which is usually when they uh, are making calls. However, uh, Anthony Michael Hall is promoting something. He's going to be on the Goldbergs. Uh, and that'll be tomorrow night. A return engagement. He's been great on the series. So we will talk to him a little bit later on. Let's take a break and come back in just a moment with that and more. Make sure you stay with us. We will return shortly. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. We're going to set up another matchup. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush When it's all said and done, we will have four matchups for the day. You will vote and determine who moves on. In the next round, we are currently in round number two, day number eight, round number two. The videos that we're going to highlight at this point in time, and maybe you've heard them before, maybe you've already voted, I hope so. Toyota Thon Babies, Nick Stroke, and the official representative of Delco versus Mr. David Harbour, who was here in our studio of Stranger Things. So let's play the first clip. This is from uh, Toyota Thon Babies, Nick Stroke, and the official representative of Delco. Let's right. get darker in here. Let me get... Uh, no, no, you see who I call me. Oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> Keep it together, McElwain. Keep it together. <laughs> what? You've got to go to heaven now, Nick. I'm <laughs> <laughs> too young. Oh I still have more caps to wear. <laughs> what would heaven sound like for, for Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, welcome to heaven. 
Up here, you can cut down all the trees you want for free. <laughs> oh, and... Uh, 24-hour buffet. We've got tonight, we'll be playing yeah. constantly. Yeah. Yeah, turn it up. <laughs> All right, so that video of uh, Nick's stroke and Toyota Thon Babies and the official representative Delco goes up against when David Harbour was in our studio. So let me play a little clip of that. Here it is. I mean, Hopper's a really messy guy in many ways, like everything from his body uh, to personality. Well, the very first impression of your character uh-huh. was like, this guy's a douchebag. So initially you thought that wasn't going to translate? Yeah, and so like around episode, I think it was five, though, we were doing a scene and I, and, and you know, I'm neurotic and occasionally I'll ask people like, what'd you think, what'd you think? And right. I went up to my uh, hair person, uh, she just turned to me and just shook her out and she was like, yeah, I don't think it's going to work. Oh wow. And I was like, what? You mean the whole thing? <laughs> like, Thanks for the confidence. Oh, wow. How funny is that? That's great. I don't think it's going to work. So David Harbour was great, but is he uh, is he better than, uh, you know, the Toyotathon babies? I don't know. You make the decision. It's up to you. So you can go to PrestonandSteve.com and you can place your vote. It's very easy to do. You don't even need to send us information. You just go on the website. You can watch the videos. Highly recommend you do that and vote. We'll have one more matchup that we'll highlight for the day, but all the voting is enabled, and you can do that now. Uh, So we are checking in with friends, just seeing how people are uh, coping with their lives right now. We all have a bit of a different life that we're living. Yes. And uh, it's been uh, interesting to see how everybody is uh, is handling things in their own way. And we were kind of recapping how much this guy has handled in the the past several years and what a survivor is between the fires and cancer diagnosis and uh well you know if you go back to his accident that he had here Every in Philly, d- he's indestructible he it, it, we will late we'll one day find out he was born on krypton maybe yeah. maybe uh please welcome our good friend mr mark summers yeah hey mark good morning good morning how sir. Are you? we're good how you doing buddy I'm just laying here on my pillow and feeling good, you know. What can I <laughs> how how are you handling the? You got to get the initial question out of the way, the general one. How are you uh, handling quarantine? Is it something you've had to do a massive adaptation? Because you're a guy who's always flying around, many irons in the fire. Uh, how you doing? I thought it was going to be uh, brutal. But quite honestly, I'm enjoying it. And when this whole thing is over with, I may really stop doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's... I, I wish it wasn't the situation that we're yes. in. But, um, you know, my wife and I, who've been married uh, soon 46 years, wow. uh, have been on, uh, you know, point together here. Uh, we have not gotten into one fight. We cook every night together. We watch a lot of Netflix. I take walks. Uh, we've been pretty quarantined. Uh, I'm up in Santa Barbara. There's not a lot going on up here. We felt it was safer up here than it was down in Los Angeles. Um, and, uh, you know, actually, I'm doing really well. Great. Right, so you said you're watching a lot of Netflix. Are you watching a lot of, like, Food Network stuff? Um, I watch a lot of stuff online. Like, last night we were making uh, Cachero Pepe, uh, and uh, we got Michael Simon, who was making it for his wife last night. So we were watching that recipe. Been watching Rachel Ray online. Everybody's doing sort of their own version of stuff. And so, yeah, we've been getting a lot of cooking tips from that. Uh, been on text a lot with Bobby Flay, uh, who's giving me advice to stop going out and shopping. Uh, we were going food shopping, and he said, you know, you're nuts. You know, my immune system is not the best because of the cancer situation. Right. And so we've been having stuff delivered, although it's been kind of rough. There's not a lot of people delivering up here. So oh, really? We made an order. No, we made an order uh I guess it was Sunday. It's not going to deliver till Friday, so it's kind of rough. But 
you know, we're just hanging in. Yeah, it, de- right. it depends on where you are as far as uh, deliveries. There's like here that you know, there's a couple of days. Uh, stuff is getting out, which amazes me. He has scared it all away. You want to hear this? You know what? He makes a face that honestly I think could scare the corona away. Yeah, he's re- <laughs> this face. It's just totally like everything gets all scrunched up. Like you ever see that movie Ghoulies? That's what I look like. Yep. No, mm-hmm. he he looks. I think he looks evil. I think he looks like an evil. Person like you, Thank would, you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he told his flock. Now, I don't know if this was in front of a uh, just cameras or if there were or people, mannequins or mannequins or who all was there. But let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of this. In the name of Jesus, oh, thank you. Jesus. There's a guy next to him. By the by way, the way uh, uh, at a certain point, at a certain point, yeah. Could you let me talk? Yeah, that's right. I do, I do not need the assistance, you dumbass. All right, here we go. <laughs> I would love to see him turn around and say that to the guy behind him. Here we go. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Standing in the office of the prophet of God, I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. Oh, much. I execute judgment on you, <laughs> Satan. You destroyer. You killer. You get out. You break your power. You get nation i demand judgment on you i demand i demand i demand wow he didn't write that one all this nation was standing here in the office of jesus christ uh incorporated here uh we get most of our supplies from staples praise be staples with all sorts of paper for your printers and loosely reinforcements and such this is where Jesus conducts most of his business. You can see it. It's on his tax return. Mm-hmm. The thing that I loved is in the last one, he's saying, no matter how. So he's telling people who are now been thrown out of work. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You still got to make your donation. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if we're going to fight this, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care. You can't eat. Listen, you think I don't cry for you every night when I sit in my empty Learjet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, as reprehensible as it gets. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at the absolute, the absolute pinnacle of a loathsome individual with this stuff, when this nonsense is, has he started pitching this silver stuff too? The uh, I don't know if he has done it. I don't think he, or I haven't heard word that he has done it. The thing that kills me about people like this guy, who's clearly hoodwinking uh, people to send him money. Oh, they've jumped into hyperdrive now. Is that uh, he, he's he's going to throw this edict out yeah. there. That, and, and at the end of this, he says he's cured it. It's gone. It's done. Uh, that when eventually this does pass is we're going to hear, you see, we did it. Man, it took a lot it. of work. Yeah. I did it, though. Yep. And, uh, you know, a little reward wouldn't hurt yeah. for my good work. <laughs> right. like, you know what I'm saying? If I see your, your loved ones and your family members... You know, and uh, I was thinking, as I was doing all this work, damn, my jet isn't quite as big as it should be. All right. How much much sooner before he makes a pitch for another? Oh, yeah. Yeah, on the other side. All right, here we go. A vaccination to come immediately. Yes. I call you Don. What? I call you Don? I call you Don. And I called you Jeff. Uh, and there's Murray. And who are the other apostles? There was Donnie. There was, I don't know, uh, Jose. 
Uh, I think he says done. I'm sorry, okay. not done. Not done? Let me back it up a little bit. So, he so calls... does he actually raise the, does he actually say the V word for vaccine? Yeah, he does. Well, so, that's interesting. So he, he says he's calling for a vaccine. Well, there you go. Well, that's an actual thing to call for. Yeah, but he's he's calling on, he's he's divining it. You know what I mean? He's he's divining a vaccine. Right. He's, he's going, when, when scientists create this, when they come up with it, he's going to say it's because he said these words right. that we now have it, yeah. which is a load of crap. So here we go. A vaccination to come immediately. Yes. I call you Don. I call you Don Braun. Don Braun. Don Braun. I call you Don. I call you Don Braun and your wife Debbie and your twins, Liam and Johnny. (laughs) You come down from... Wow, what a growl there. Did you hear that? Down. Down. The easiest part is uh, is his echo. Behind him. Yeah, yeah. From your In place the- of authority, destroyer, you come down and you crawl on your oh. belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head. Sounds like a there. wrestler, dude. Yeah. He yes. sounds like he sounds yeah. like oh cold justice. You're right. Yes. I didn't even think of that, Casey. Uh hang on, let me back that up a little bit. It does sound like a wrestler pose. Down. <laughs> From your place of authority, destroyer, you come down and you crawl on your belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head in the Garden of Eden. You will destroy. He's going to curb stomp the COVID virus. Lord Jesus Christ is going to put the... COVID's upper jaw on top of the curb and then take his boot and slam it down on the back of his head. I saw that in the movie once. <laughs> you will destroy through COVID-19. No more! No more! No more! No more! No more! Shut up! <laughs> you throwing me off my game here. You were the one that led me down that dumb office path. Uh, the guy behind him? Office, I know where the hell did that come from because you're standing back there going, trying to think and come up with this stuff, trying to build these people out, and there you are going, yeah, Jesus, whatever. You got the easy part, you dumbass. Just tell you, Jesus in the hallelujah, I'm up here riffing like a maniac. Yeah! And I'm like, whoop, 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 whoop. I gotta jump out ahead of this ass wife. Office! We got an office here! I didn't mean to say that! <laughs> oh, what the hell does that mean? You remember the other last week of the sermon of the escalator? Why did I say that? Because you're behind me going, <laughs> Makes no sense. You throw me off my game. This is very strategic. Got to get these suckers swooning. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. You will destroy through COVID-19. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. He said no more. No more. Mm -hmm. I know no more. Really? I'm trying to say that. No (laughs) more. He said no more, though. Yeah, I know I said it. You ever see Passenger 57? What did we learn from that movie? Where's she snipes? Always bet on black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why did I say that? <laughs> that movie's got to be 20 years old this morning. Wesley Snipes. 
It's because of you. You throw. You... I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> well, you throw them out. I come out here. I got this. I got some points written down here. Yeah, yeah. On this, yeah. and then you start parking behind me like some sort of dog that's got in heat. You throw them off my game. Wesley's name. <laughs> Should have mentioned Blade. Better movie. <laughs> or something more current to speak to the I younger. I don't know what's the last thing Wesley snaps. <laughs> I don't know, preacher. Well, you should get out of the movies more if you're going to be barking back there like a maniac. Help me. Don't fight me on this. Remember, we're standing in Jesus' office. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if it's my call, I'd put you out in the waiting room outside of Jesus' office because you're throwing me off my game. Some magazines out there like highlights and some other stuff. Do the connected dots. He's a he's a champ. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, you know he's he's been on stage before. But you know what? He provides great material. Yeah. All right, let me uh, let me play a little bit more of this. It no more is finished. finished. What you, what? No more. I got another hour left. I'm And then this guy steps in. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. <laughs> Talking about fire, now you got it. Yes. Let's get some fire. Some radio tires. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. It's done, apparently, so that's what he says, right? Done? Hey, by the way, um, boss, uh, Wesley Snipes was in Dolomite is, uh, is my name. Oh, Dolomite, Dolomite is my name. It's a recent release. That's from uh, this year. I think that was uh, Lord Jesus. Uh, uh, that was with... Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that was a direct to Netflix, which is a conduit of evil. <laughs> it just he'll, he'll get on one yes. word and then that's the, yeah. the Netflix. The Netflix, as I am your net flicking off COVID 19. <laughs> All right, here we go. It. No more. Is. Finished. Finished. It is over. And the United States of America is healed. That's where we are, right? Yeah. <laughs> and well, again. All right, so, and that, that apparently he put the end of it to right there. But he, he did just stop at the United States. He didn't, uh, if you're going to wield that kind of power. Listen, there are a few states I'm going to leave off this list. Okay, yes. Because in our last uh, tele-drive, I uh, did not get the response I was hoping for. So, sorry, Tennessee. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, he says it's done. and uh, he, he did it. He took care of it. So right Time to there. get out. It's finished. Uh, well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Copeland. <laughs> Dear God. Who's the, wor who's the worst of the two? Of the... Um... Wow. Uh, I mean, I used to think... by f These guys... They, and I said it before, they make Swaggart look sincere. The the uh the, the other guy, Duplantis, the one the one thing about him is he he, he kinda laughs yeah. while he's doing this stuff. This oh is a fist bun, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, he's uh, you know, you're buying these planes for me and I need these planes. I, these. I love this. Yeah. I love y'all so much. Yeah. I'm yeah. smiling up here and I'm diddling you down below with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gently tugging on your love pump. Uh -huh. I'm just doing it all. So, it's kind of fun, isn't it? I, I, I just I just happened my way into this scam, and it's working like gangbusters. And why do all these guys talk like this? Oh, my God. It's terrible. So I probably, I, th I think he might be the worst. Yeah. Uh, Copeland, maybe. I don't know. All right, anyhow, thought we'd share. 
Uh, but it's done, so you're good to go. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment because we have a couple more friends we're going to talk to. Scotty Hartnell will yeah. be on the program. We have The Bizarre File. We have another matchup of The Daily Rush Madness. And we also have Anthony Michael Hall on the program who is going to be Anthony Michael Hall on The Goldberg. He was in a number of movies you remember. See, we should have went with Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Much more beloved associated with John Hughes films. Wesley Snipes. He's <laughs> <laughs> kicking the ground as he's walking back. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, So, a couple texts coming in saying, when are you guys talking about Tiger King? Uh, We're going to do that tomorrow, from what I understand. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what time, but... You need to get uh, caught up on it because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the whole thing. We're gonna lay it all, all out. There. Spoilers. Lay it out. Everything. Play it out. Do you yeah. guys want me to tell you a quick story, or, or you want me to save it for tomorrow? <clears throat> uh, it it depends. Uh, well, you know what? No, we got a guest, Kath. So all right, okay, okay. Uh, let, let's hang on to that. But uh, but anyhow, that's your kind of assignment. Watch it. Trust us. Even if you don't like trendy things, which I do not, and uh, I jumped in and I, and it took me two minutes, two minutes to get mm-hmm. me sucked in to go. All right, this isn't just some. A uh, reality show, or or just about uh, the the bizarreness of of this world. It's it's their deep plots. It's well done documentarianism, and it's, it's, it's two, worth watching. It's two things there, Preston. There's a multitude of things, but the two strongest things are you have an incredibly well done documentary about incredibly bizarre people during a time when most people are looking for stuff to watch. Yeah. So the match was lit. Yep, exactly. All right. Uh, before we go to our guests, let's do this. Inside for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, last matchup we're going to highlight for the day. Two videos facing off. This is round number two, day number eight. And the final matchup is in the Annabelle section <laughs> of, our ra- of our brackets. And it is Preston and Casey get grounded versus intern Ben is a cheater. Oh. That's definitely a favorite. So yeah. let's remind ourselves what these clips are. Here's just a little bit of Preston and Casey get grounded. Here we go. Okay, I, I remember when I was grounded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was we there. You we were. all remember Preston that. and I were making love. No. <laughs> it was Fat Tuesday. It was Fat Tuesday. And we were at Fat Tuesday on South Street, yeah. and it was just pandemonium. We're hosting these contests and stuff, and some guy puts a girl up on her shoulders. She had really big boobs. She took her top off completely. I mean, no bra, nothing. And they came over to me. For the express purpose of? Yes, me grabbing her boobs, which I did with both hands and did a big old shake and everything. I think, though, you... What? You, you knew like Rochelle was there, yes? I think so. Um, and did you even look to her like, uh, can I, or... I don't remember. Okay. All I know is I didn't have sex for weeks after that <laughs> because I was completely cut off. <laughs> That's, uh, yes, that was a story when I got grounded. And that goes up against uh, intern Ben is a cheater. Uh, ben had run into the studio to get on the mic, and he was a little bit out of breath. I'm not sure if that's part of the clip we're going to play or not, but uh, uh, this is it. And and he also, his voice was much higher pitched than we were normally Way used to hearing. Here we go. So it totally depends, but like a lot of the times, it'll just be on your laptop in class, and it's impossible to govern everyone's laptop, as you can imagine. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. <laughs> had to run in. He's a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> that was why I talk like that. Um, <laughs> 
I've talked to Ben many times. I've he never heard his voice quite like that Since as we uh, matriculate through the process of the Temple University, anyway, of course, enriched by the learning that we have. Dude, it was so funny. Dude, do you see everybody cracking up on, on uh, our FaceTime? Uh-huh. Kathy is losing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nick is losing it. We all. <laughs> as you can imagine. As you can imagine. <laughs> and, and he runs out of breath. He starts patting his chest. Oh, my God. Oh, By the way, there's no there's no bigger proponent for that video winning than Ben himself, <laughs> you uh-huh. need to who's see... online promoting it as much as he can. <laughs> you need oh to see it gosh. because the look on his face where he goes, "This you might have Go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Watch the videos; they're very oh short. God. Place your vote. Let us know which one you think should win, and then uh, then we will move on to the oh. next round. All right, checking in with our friends. That continues, and uh, our next guest we've had on the show. Many times throughout the years, he's uh, he resides in Jersey these days, and we're happy to have him on. And uh, nobody in the uh, no active sports players are really talking right now. There's not uh, a lot to talk about. Yeah. Well, well, I mean they can, but uh, uh, the organizations are asking them to not. Uh, yeah, you're right. Speak. So you're that, right. You're that's right. For yeah. the most part, what it is. So we want to welcome uh, our good friend uh, uh, from your Philadelphia Flyers, Mr. Scotty Hartnell, to the program this morning. Yo, bud. What's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, we're doing well. And yourself? We're hanging in here. We're, uh, you know, buckled in, staying at home, and, and uh, you know, just trying to get through this, uh, you know, kind of thing we got going on in this world. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so you, the wife, and you have a uh, a son, right? Yeah, Wesley. He's uh, 22 months old, and, and so we're just kind of busy with him every day. My wife's uh, uh, eight and a half week or month, sorry, pregnant, so we got about... Uh, She's eight and a half months, months pregnant? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. We're, we're a little nervous, a little nervous, but, uh, you know, hopefully everything is, is, uh, yeah. is good when we go in and uh, in and out, and, and so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But we're, we're excited for number two to join the family. I, I understand a, a slight bit of nervousness, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think that um, the, the only weird part about... Uh, having a baby around this uh, this time, we were just talking to another friend of ours a little while ago who was saying that, um, you know, being able to go and visit the baby and the mom, that's going to be the main restriction. And that's obviously going to be tough because she's going to want support. Uh, but, um, you know, the, the hospital, I trust, you know, the, the maternity wards are... They're ready to go. They're ready yeah. to take care of all that stuff for you guys. Yeah, so, so once you're, we've already been told, once uh, she can have one person go in, and obviously that would be me, and then... You know, I can't leave or do anything until we both leave together, uh, you know, with the new one. So we'll have to have someone, uh, a relative or somebody to, to look after Wesley when uh, when we're there, obviously. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, you got to be careful with, you know, the social distancing and, you know, people being, you know, by themselves basically for a couple of weeks to make sure they're healthy. And, and uh, you just have to kind of pick and choose because obviously the, the health of, of the little guy or girl and, and us is, is the most important. Yeah, Kathy, hey, you, and you know, just to make, you No, know, just to make you feel a little bit better. So I, I talk about my neighbor a lot. She, she's a doctor, but uh, she is in labor and delivery. And she's actually, she, she does not have the virus, but she has quarantined herself to the basement from her family because she is going in and delivering babies. And so she is just staying away from everyone that she can, uh, you know, as much as possible. Mm. And I'm sure she's not the only one doing that. That's great. That's great to hear. Reassuring, yeah. for sure. Hey Scott, if you can, if you could put yourself in the shoes of, uh, of of you know the guys on the team right now, uh, they were they were really starting to turn things around in the season. 
Uh, this happens, and obviously it's a bigger issue than just, you know, finishing out a season. But it's your livelihood. It's your, it's your you know, maybe maybe you're in that mindset that, wow, we've, we, we really got something good going here. We've got momentum. Uh, and then this comes along and puts things to a halt. Where does that where does that put you mentally? You think if you're if you're on a team that's doing well? Well, I, I talked to a few of the guys, uh, you know, Borchek and Ben Reemsdijk and and Drew, and and you know they're playing so good. You know, I was watching all the games. I was uh, you know one of the biggest Flyers fans out there. I am one of the biggest Flyers out there. So to see them play so well and the city getting excited about it and. And, you know, obviously trending in the right direction right before playoffs and you get all this kind of hype and, and then it just can't and well, postponed, I guess, is the right word to use. And, yeah. and you know, it's been probably five, six, seven years uh, before they've uh, had a legit chance of, of obviously getting in. They were going to and, and, and making a little bit of a run. So, you know, for them, it's, it's just like, you know, why, why this year out of, you know, the last four or five <laughs> that just happened, but. You know they're they're all uh, you know trying to stay as positive as you can and then just being safe and that's that's the main thing. This this is you know more serious I think than people kind of realized a couple weeks ago and and uh, you know I'm just glad more and more people are taking the precautions. If if the season gets canceled, do you have any idea what the NHL would chalk this up to? How would this be uh, reflected in the records books and so on? I think, well, 101 years ago with the Spanish flu, um, was that 1918 or something like that, or 19, it was... Uh, yeah, what was uh, that they like? Didn't have a, <laughs> they didn't have a Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> they didn't have a Stanley Cup champion, and, and obviously in, in 2004 with the lockout, we didn't have a Stanley Cup champion as well. So, you know, I think there is, uh, you know, past uh, things that have happened, but, okay. you know, I, I, I just wish, you know, maybe because the Olympics aren't on this year in, in July and August, maybe they have some sort of a quick plan and and if it if it goes that far you know and then uh you know fill up the tv screens and and hopefully people can could get out there and watch them but um i guess time will tell you can't get too excited about that uh, what are your thoughts and and what do you think the thoughts of the players and coaches and front offices would be if they were to resume the the season to just start it at the playoffs and whoever the top eight teams were the, those are the teams that are making the playoffs yeah well you know, everyone wants to see a champion, right? And, you know, I don't know if you can have some sort of play-in game because there's teams with games in hand that are on the outside looking in over a team that's played, you know, two or three more games than them. So, you know, I don't know what is fair. And, you know, I'm not sure who decides that, if it's Bettman or, you know, uh, the players or whoever. But it's 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 tricky because you can't leave someone else or someone out that was so close. And um, so, I don't know. It's it's a... Uh, it's, uh, a tricky situation. Obviously, this is something that we've never really dealt with before, and and uh, you know, obviously, the health of of humanity is is the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, another complete hypothetical, but what would you think to uh, players uh, and and if the playoffs were to happen, uh, playing in front of empty arenas? Yeah, it'd be weird. That's for sure. You know, you you talk about uh, home crowds and momentum and the crowd being behind you, and if it's just dead silence in there, other than you know, trainers and and coaches and media it would be, uh, you know, pretty awkward for sure. So I, I you know, it's, it's, I can't really say cause I've never really played, played right. in front of an empty building, but, um, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, they'll have to approach, uh, you know, whether to do that or not. Uh, you know, it's got, uh, years ago we were talking to <clears throat> Eric Lindros and he still plays in, uh, in men's leagues and stuff just for fun. Uh, do you do that or would you ever see yourself doing that down the road? Absolutely not. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> I, uh, 
I don't know. It's just I, I love the game, obviously, and and uh, you know we were actually supposed to have uh, on March 28th, uh, just a couple days ago, we're doing the alumni game in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, some of the Flyers alumni uh, against their alumni, and a uh, nice little charity charity event. And that would have been my second time putting on skates uh, um, since I retired two years ago. So it's wow. it's I I just can't see myself kind of you know even though it'd be kind of a good workout and. You know, obviously the cold beers afterwards would be pretty fun, but um, you know, I, I do enough golfing to uh, to have my beers with friends and stuff anyway. So, well, well how how is your? You, obviously, you're staying in shape. You have to. I'm sure. Uh, you know, having a young child in the house keeps you uh, fit. But uh, w- what are you doing? A lot of people are looking for tips now because they can't gain access to their various gyms and training facilities. What are you doing at home? Well, my my wife actually wanted a Peloton for. Uh, birthday present and pretty big ask pretty big ask obviously but i was like ah uh, you know okay whatever and then found out like right after i got it she was pregnant and then she couldn't uh she's got you know some back pain and stuff so she hasn't used it so i've been the one you've been doing it, it? do you like it do you do you like being there do you because do I, I know that the big thing with peloton is that there are a number of uh of uh attractive instructors you do you hop on with those or you hop on with the guys no, it's weird. I go, I'm going to do a 20-minute run. I'm down there for about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. You're doing the Peloton uh, thing. Yeah. It, yeah. No, it, it's good, actually. It's a lifesaver just because, you know, you, you can be a good dad as long, you know, uh, all day long. But sometimes you just need that 20, 40 minutes to go down there and, and get a sweat on and kind of regroup. And, and you come upstairs with a uh, better attitude and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm uh, um, kind of working on my fitness in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I've already lost about seven, eight pounds. So there wow. you go. Uh, do you ever get on an actual bike or just the, the Peloton? Just the, uh, we actually have the treadmill one, so we have uh, so I'm just sitting there running and sprinting and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all the tennis courts out here uh, where where I live are all closed, and me and Kimo and uh, some other friends are play uh, play lots of tennis. So that's kind of the the fun uh, cardio stuff, and then think of the tennis game and being all competitive. That's kind of my uh, saving yeah. grace uh, since retirement. But uh, since uh, we can't do that, that's uh, Peloton is the next best thing. <laughs> there you go. Now, when you're on that, so my wife has the Peloton as well. When you uh, when you hop on, you can hop. Are the names of the other people you're on? Are they up there, or is there is it is it anonymous, or how does how does it work? In other words, could you be recognized through through the Peloton setup? Uh I don't have like my picture up there. My name is fairly recognizable, I guess you could say. But uh, um, I don't. I've never done a live class. It's oh, okay. like, kind of where you rank uh, on. The, I just do the kind of ones that I like and the the teachers that I like. I guess you could <laughs> do a few of their classes. So, um, I hear you. Yeah, that's but, no. It's cool. It's a, it's a good setup. You guys are catching me. No, it's, uh, it's fun though to get down there and uh, you know just kind of let loose and let your uh, frustrations go on the treadmill and do some abs and and that's about it. So. Have you taken up any any new hobbies with the the you know extra time on your hands and everybody just staying at home trying to find stuff to entertain themselves? Yeah, well, it's, I'm sure everyone's doing it. You know, I kind of color coded my t-shirts and uh, my shoes. <laughs> color coded uh, your t-shirts. Yeah, just I'm kind of a little bit of an OCD person, but I've cleaned my garage a couple times. I, I have this big storage room downstairs that I've uh, I've actually bought this uh, synthetic ice from uh, Polyglide Ice, and I, and uh, it's in my truck right now. So I got to get a friend over to to move it downstairs uh, for my son to get on there and 
kind of learn how to skate and shoot and that kind of stuff. I know he's fairly young yet, but he, he loves uh, kind of whacking the ball around. And, That's really – so um, So what is this stuff? I, I know that they have, like, ice simulators, artificial ice simulators. Is, is this is this the top of the line? It's uh, – yeah, well, Polyglide Ice, uh, you know, I, I kind of just found it online, a few different companies, and I found that one. And, and uh, it's, it's these sheets that are, I don't even know, six feet by nine feet, and uh, you kind of stack them together like a, like a little puzzle. And so you have this uh, – I think mine ended up being like 25 feet by 12 feet wide, and, wow. and uh, you know I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a little yeah. So I have a big storage room down there with just kind of useless space. So I'll get a little net, and he can kind of you know skate around and you know kind of <laughs> learn how to skate anyway. So right. it's, it's uh, kind of a cool little training tool. And and uh, you know, I <laughs> joking with my wife, I was like, well, maybe I'll make a comeback here. Everyone's off, so I might as well work on my hands. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go. Yeah, back on yeah. skates before you know it. Wow. All right. Well, listen, uh, we, we wish you luck. We're just checking in with friends, seeing how everybody's doing, you know, because it's all weird right now. But uh, we hope that everything goes smooth with the baby. Let us know what's go on, what goes yep, on so we can sure. share the news for you. But uh, yep. we appreciate you checking in with us, Scott. Have you, hey, Preston, do you, uh, did you ever get out golfing yet? Uh, Dude, my, sh- all this stuff going on? Nah, my shoulder's still tweaked out. I've, I've had to put the game on hold for a little while. Unfortunately, it sucks, man. Otherwise, I'd, I'd say, let's go play, you know? Yeah, no, I, a couple of weeks ago, I went out for my first round, and uh, me and Nick Schultz, a former flyer, and, and uh, my first nine, I shot 38. I'm like, holy man, this is going to be a great year. <laughs> and, then, and then what did the back nine bring you? Oh, I, I don't even want to tell you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the game. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, oh man, come on, Scott. So it's... anyway, it was pretty pretty funny. Lots, well, lots of good times. Then, the uh, uh, then the pandemic broke everything up. So yeah, now you're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Exactly. Hang in there, Scotty. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, thanks. Cheers, guys. All right, we'll see you later. Scott Hartnell, guys. Nice guy. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Have you Yes. Have you ever skated on that artificial stuff? I know. They had it at uh, the Hershey Hershey Hotel. What what are the skates like? Because they're obviously not bladed. No, they're regular regular bladed skates. You remember when you guys fired uh, pucks at me? Uh, It was a... Before the month of stunts, but it was... uh, It actually might have been during one of the month of stunts. Right, right. And And they were in the goal. That was, um, I was on synthetic ice. And how did it feel? It, like, like ice. Wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. not similar? quite though. What's that, Kath? It did because, so they had like a huge fail here in Conshohocken. They had, uh, they have this winter fest. This was a few years ago and they had that, that ice there and all the kids were on it ice skating, but except you couldn't glide. It was very like slushy and it, it just was not the same. And, you know, of course, some of the kids mm-hmm. still falling and stuff, they would get off of the ice and they were covered in like some stain, whether it was like a grease or something. Yeah. I, it was a complete oh. fail. Kath, this... I, I don't recall it being like wet and like any sort of slushy. My my stuff, and by the way, this is 20 years ago, uh, it was more of like a plastic. Right. Like a linoleum? That, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick? So, Casey, um, Pierre did it probably around the same time as you. And I don't know if you, if this was the case for you, but like the floor actually moved underneath him. So he would move forward um, because the floor was moving backwards, if that makes sense. Oh, and so, so like a treadmill, actually... right? Almost like a treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. It's different oh, than weird. what Casey was on. And I've, and I've seen skating rinks outside that are made of this stuff. And it doesn't move at all. Like I said, the Hotel Hershey, we were there one year. It was in, it may have been in the summertime, and, and they had it, and people were out, out ice skating on it. And it was just like regular regular ice skates and the whole deal. So it's interesting. It is I didn't wild. think about putting that in your basement. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, for <laughs> right. me, I've always wanted to ice skate, and I've never been able to learn. <laughs> 
And uh, maybe this, I could do this in the privacy of my own. Just get like a, you know, four feet by four feet. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, uh, we got about five minutes before we're going to get to the uh, MMR Rock Refund and Anthony Michael Hall. So we got time to squeeze in some bizarre file stories. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, we'll begin with a medical wonder. The largest spleen ever recorded has been removed from a man in Florida. Yeah! With the organ weighing almost 27 pounds. That's one mother spleen. More than 12% of his total body weight and 8,800% uh, larger than an average spleen. Dear God. So were were you able to see it protruding? I mean, Yes, that's okay. why he went to the hospital in the first place. The patient was a 44-year-old man with a history of low-grade B-cell uh, lymphoproliferative disorder. I think I have a huge spleen, doctor. Uh, this is uh, where there is an uncontrolled growth in the lymphocytes, a type of white blood cell involved in immune response. According to the Mayo Clinic, B-cell uh, lymphoproliferative um, disorders include cancer such as Hodgkin's lymphoma and some a few other things. So uh, the man's disorder had previously been treated with chemotherapy. The patient was seen after his abdomen had grown quickly over a three-month period. Uh, CAT scan showed that he had a condition where the spleen becomes enlarged because of a number of conditions, including cancers of the blood. They performed a splenectomy to remove the organ, which is when they discovered it to be the largest on record. Wow. It measured 17.7 inches in greatest dimension and weighed 26.7 pounds, more than 12% of the patient's total body weight, making uh, it both the largest spleen on record as well as the largest spleen ever surgically removed. Did the surgeon take pictures alongside of it like a prize marlin? Yeah, I would hope yeah, so. Yeah. And then they mounted it afterwards. Uh, so the spleen, by the way, if you did not know, acts as a blood filter and is part of the immune system. Uh, the man was discharged from the hospital three days after the surgery. Uh, he is now being monitored and may be treated with chemotherapy. It's pretty wild. Was it the sight of a spleen that made Dr. Rosenpenis pass out? Yes. Okay. It was a spitting image of my uh, brother-in-law or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, okay, this is disturbing. Colorado pol- uh, police agencies are seeing an increase in police impersonators pulling drivers over amid the stay-at-home order. On the morning of March 27th, several residents reported to the Greeley Police Department that they were waved through a fake roadblock and questioned for, quote, violating the COVID-19 law. Uh-huh. The driver said men were wearing reflective vests and told the drivers they could face a citation. This happened around 5 a.m. No officers or Colorado State troopers were conducting these traffic stops. We'll let you go if you give us iTunes credit. On March 27th, the Erie Police Department received a report of a possible police impersonator. A woman was on her way back from work at 7 a.m. when she was pulled over by a black vehicle with flashing emergency lights. Driver asked where she was going and then told her to return home due to Colorado's stay-at-home order. Uh, the man then reportedly followed her to her residence before leaving the area. Law enforcement confirmed there were no traffic stops con- conducted in that location. And then on March 25th, uh, a woman was pulled over by a dark-colored Ford Crown Vic equipped with red and blue emergency lights. She was approached by what was described as a well-groomed young man, six foot tall, 150 pounds, and he was wearing a pressed uniform. She did not. She did note though, that he did not have a badge or patches or name tag. <laughs> Come on. The man questioned why she was out during the stay-at-home order. He did ask her for her driver's license, and she gave it to him. He gave it back and told her that she was free to leave. Man, you need to observe quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, police say it is important to note they are not pulling random cars over to question drivers about where they're going or demand drivers provide proof that they are an essential employee. I just think this is kind of... 
people that think they're being vigilant, vigilantes of sorts? I, it sounds that way. If they're not, I mean, cer- certainly it's illegal to impede someone on their way, but they're not. They're not robbing them. No, they're not. They're, they're, they, I think it's these these kind of people that figure that they've got to step in and that, yeah, keep society they're, intact. They're doing their duty. Meanwhile, the police aren't even doing that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're they're idiots. In other words, you know. Morons! Morons. Right. Salt of the earth. You know. And uh, we're going to wrap up uh, the bizarre file right there because uh, it is, it's 10 o'clock exactly. Yes. So let's do this. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right, this is the word that could grab you 500 bucks. And the word is event. E-V-E-N-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. So you can do it this very simple way. Text the special contest short code. So you text the word event to our short code number, code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to automatically be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter the word event through the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. E-V-E-N-T. Now, one random entry is going to win $500 in the company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. There's seven chances to win, all right? Noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. are the next times today. But right now, the word event is what you need to send into us. So good luck to you. We would like to see you win. All right, uh, our next guest is on the line and ready to go. Uh, he's been in our studio before. Uh, we loved him in, in uh, movies and TV shows throughout the years and has another appearance coming up on the Goldbergs. Hey, he was great. Yeah, you know, they, they did that loving tribute to uh, to uh, Vacation. Yeah. And uh, it was great to see him uh, on that episode. Yep. Uh, so please welcome back to our show, Mr. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, good morning. Hey, hey how you doing, man? How are you? We're doing, we're... doing great, man. Thank you. You bet. Uh, we love the fact that you're uh, you're on a show that is centered in and around our our town here of Philadelphia, uh, and it it looks like everybody on that show just has a blast while they're uh, making this, <laughs> while they're creating them. I'm sure you've had a great time with the show. Absolutely. Well, the old saying goes, "Cameras don't lie." No, it absolutely is a great show, and I love Philadelphia. It's one of my favorite cities. It really is a great place. But the Goldbergs has been a blast to work on. Uh, and they brought me back, as you said very eloquently, on the uh, the opening uh, episode of the season. It was kind of a spoof on vacation. Yep. And then they brought me back, uh, and the joke was that Rusty, was, Rusty Griswold was playing the security guard. And finally, first, <laughs> doesn't let them in, then let them in. It was pretty funny. <laughs> no, no, it's... It, they brought me back in this role. Yeah, go ahead. So, so are are you back as are you are you back as a obviously you'd be a different character, right? Are you playing yeah, a guidance counselor? Right. So now, now I'm the guidance counselor to Sean Jambroni's character, of Adam Goldberg, uh, on the show. So it's a, it's a lot of fun, and it's a great group. It so, really is Jeff and Wendy, and the whole cast is awesome. Yeah. So you've you've already been on as as the, the guidance counselor, correct? Right. Yeah, right. and and right. Well, it, two more episodes. I love it. I love it that the fact that they do this when they see something is working, like the character of Laney, they made a, a, a continuous character, and so we're, we're you know Adam Goldberg is a friend of the show, and a lot of the, the characters and uh, AJ Michalka has has uh, uh, been been on the uh, the show here as well. It's just obviously we get a little extra from it because there's so many references about things that happen in and around here. But as far as you know, a, a show that succeeds because the ensemble is so good. That's the secret of the success of the two shows, both Goldberg's and Schooled. Right on. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been really a lot of fun to work on. You know, especially going back to comedy and just having a laugh with it. It's, a, it's always a different vibe on the set, more uh, relaxed, and it's really a great group. So I'm having a good time with it. 
Anthony, uh, when you you know you got started as a young man as an as an actor, so was your since you're playing a high school guidance counselor was was your high school experience different than most people's? Did you do a lot of onset learning, uh, or or did you just uh, did you do the the regular thing that we all did? I did. No, no, I did. It's funny how you said that onset learning. I mean, it was it was it was that mostly. You know, I kind of wasn't in school most uh, most of the time because I was shooting on sets. But you know, what they had is they had tutors for me, and it was you know it was more of a disrupted kind of thing where you'd have to do about three hours a day of school. Um, so it was you know a little bit of that. You know, as I was in high school, which was cool with me. I didn't really I didn't really love high school myself, so I was happy to be working. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it said though that that a lot of times we think okay that that'd be a breeze and that you know you're you're kind of getting this it's sort of you know school with it with a wink and a nod but that in many cases is actually a bit more intense because they you know the the people they they get checked up on whether or not you were getting taught properly was that the case? Yeah, it was that absolutely. You know they have they send you out in you know thirty minute intervals to go do some school. I mean even when we were doing the breakfast club, it was funny because Molly and I would would be rushed off to our tutor, this woman, Irene Grafstein, who was awesome. And, uh, you know, and so, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of strict about it. But, uh, you know, as I said, I was fortunate that, you know, in my life I had a craft and a, and a job, and I was working towards that. So, uh, obviously, education is hugely important. But for me, I, I, was, I was a little itchy in high school, so it worked out for me. Um, <laughs> you know, you mentioned Breakfast Club, and, and uh, I, I graduated in 1986, so it hit right at that time when I was a senior in high school. Oh, too, right? and, yeah, and, and the 30th anniversary, you know, a, a couple of years back, um, I, I watched the um, uh, the director's cut and, and with you and, and Judd doing the, the commentary. I, I just want it without, you know, I know we're talking about the Goldbergs, but I want to thank you. That movie means so much to me. It, it was it was really important in my development as, as a human being. So I just I just appreciate what you guys did. It was so special. That's cool. I really appreciate that, too. Thank you. You know, it's all because of John Hughes. He was such an incredible guy. Really, no one like him. I mean, I've had all this, I've done all these jobs over the years, and no one comes close to, to how John was. He was just such a great talent and a great guy to work for. And the, Gold, the Goldbergs yeah. has been very, very loving with, uh, uh, with John Hughes, and there have been a number of tributes, too, of, of course, uh, Breakfast Club and a number of, you know, 16 Candles and all of that stuff. They keep going back to that time. And for so many people, it's yeah. it's it's like a comfortable blanket you put over yourself because it, for me, it's it's a great uh, great getaway, a great escape. Those you know that those those two half hours and to see that stuff. But you're also you're you have a lot of other projects that you're working on, uh, and I, I assume a, I don't know how many of these things have been put on hold or you know. So is a lot of your stuff come to a halt? Sure. I mean, because you have. Well, I'll tell you what's going on. I shot. I was in New York. I was shooting on the blacklist. I did a couple episodes of that, and that was a great crew and, and a great experience as well. And that was a couple of weeks ago in New York, and then things kind of shut down right after that. Um, so the blacklist will be coming up soon. It's a great um, show with that with James Spader. Yeah, it really is. It was great. So I didn't get to work with James. I had a, a dedicated uh, two-part episode where I played Diego's older brother. Diego plays one of the agents in the show. Oh. So I didn't get to see James or work with him, but I'm a big fan of his. He's awesome. And um, and then I also shot last fall. I have uh, Halloween Kills that I shot with Jamie Lee Curtis, and that's going to be out in theaters in October. So thank God things are going well. You so know? are you? Look, you, it's a challenging time that we're all dealing with right yeah. now, but we'll get through it. Yeah, know? no, that that's it's cool. And obviously, everything on the calendar is something we'll get to. We'll get through this. How, how are you handling quarantine so far? You know what, my lady and I are just taking care of each other and, and doing what you know the authorities are telling us to do. Right, we got to just kind of keep a distance and, and and just keep it smart and keep it real simple. Uh, 
So that's what we're doing. We're just kind of staying close to home as well out here in California. Yeah. Well, any any truth to the story that you and uh, Robert Downey Jr. are going to be working on a, a a comedy project of some sort, or is that just hearsay? Yeah, yeah. We no, no. It is true. We wrote a TV show that we're developing. It's funny because in, in this in the wake of the whole Corona stuff, he's been calling me. We've been having like writing sessions early in the morning. Iron Man calls me from Malibu. <laughs> 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 Iron Man calls you from Malibu. And I'm always like, listen. And, yeah, and I'm always like, listen, can you borrow me a million? Because what the hell's a million to you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's oh great. No, so we are. It's, it's called Singularity. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting show that we've been developing actually for a couple of years, and it's gone through some changes. But I'm really excited about it, and uh, he is too. We're really thrilled, and we're going to be, you know, kind of series creators on it, and we're and we're developing it now. So, I'm oh, that's terrific, for, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Excellent. Well, listen, we will be watching for sure. The episode of the Goldbergs is going to be uh, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on uh, ABC. Uh, we're friends with Adam Goldberg, so we never met, miss an episode, and uh, we're stoked you guys are still working Thanks. together, Anthony. Excellent, man. Thank you so much, guys. Good being with you. You bet. Take care. Anthony Michael yeah. Hall, guys. I love it, man. I can't believe he and Robert Downey Jr. are doing something together. I love it. Uh, so, you know, I. so let me ask you guys. Have you shown those movies um, to your kids Weird science, weird and, science, and, and, and uh, the collective sixteen candles, and Johnny and, and Hughes stuff. My, I, I my, wonder if it would resonate. My kids know Breakfast Club, and uh, they do like it. Although, although they find it funny, the things that are dated, right? Uh, you know the styles and so on. Uh, but but they they like it. They've never gone. Wow, this is great. Uh, but I, I haven't shown them. Weird science. I don't think I've shown them sixteen candles. Breakfast Club for sure. Sixteen candles might be kind of a fun one. But man, it was. <laughs> what they showed teenagers doing I know, oh, right? in the 80s is slightly different from what you get away with now. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff yeah. that, that right now would yeah. be considered um, rapey. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Right? yeah. 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 Is, uh, is Ferris Bueller, is that John Hughes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Because uh, we did that um, two or three weeks ago. And my daughters are more... Um, willing to sit down and watch that stuff. My my, uh, I almost said my brother. My my son, he says, is it, it's booty. You know, all this uh, the, the the stuff that I loved. It's it's booty. It's trash. Mm. So, yeah. oh my god, Jace just said that to me the other day. Booty. It's booty. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, what? What does that mean? He was like, well, you don't know. It's just it's booty. Uh, yeah. And he got mad at me that I didn't know what it was. It's uh, ass is what yeah. it means. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. just from the butt. I'm, I'm not too cool on the booty. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyhow, we should take another break. Come back in a second because we do have a question. We are going to test you and see what you know about today's program. We do have a prize in conjunction with that. We also have, once again, if you just tuned in, another word for you to enter for the MMR Rock Refund. It's a chance to win $500. You have five minutes left till 15 after the hour to enter the word event, E-V-E-N-T. And you can do that through our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you want to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random person is going to get a $500 prize from the company-wide contest. So good luck to you from A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville and MMR. We will be back in just a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
Yellow lead better. A lot of texts actually coming in about that song. Uh, this text says, when I hear Yellow Lead Better, I want to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> That's become um, one of our favorite phrases as of mm-hmm. late. So we're adding some things back into the vernacular, that being pud, diddle, and shoot. And shoot. Uh, 93.3 WMMR, by the way. I forgot the name check. The radio station. Uh, hey, by the way, and this says uh, this other text says, I just realized I've been listening to a song for 20-some years. And I can't. Uh, I can only understand about eight words that he's singing. And then another one says, "Seriously, what is this song about?" And even Nick will tell you, nobody really knows, and they don't even know what the words are. A boxer or a bag is pretty much the only thing I pick up in that. Nick, mm, can't hear you. Sorry, uh, Eddie doesn't even really know what it's about. There was a uh, he did like an acoustic show maybe ten years ago at this point, and he took questions from the audience, and somebody said, "Hey." Uh, what's that song about? And he kind of joked around about it for a little bit. And he's like, nah, I don't really know. You know, a lot of it is kind of gibberish. Yeah. Uh, there's, I think in some cases we've talked about this where uh, musicians will use words as an instrument. They may not have any, um, okay. any uh, additional meaning and that they're, they're basically using the words to add to the, the sound. And it's, it's happened before where people just said like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're just using it to, Almost like Flesh you're scatting. Was, yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Cuckoo-cuckoo and stuff yeah. like that. Cuckoo-cuckoo! Nick, I took Gigaton out for a spin on Friday for a little bit. Um, and I, I didn't make it all the way through. Um, wh- I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about it? I love it. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying all of it. I think some of that has to do with the circumstances because I'm actually able to sit at home and listen to an album, yeah, which I haven't really taken the time to do for a while. So, uh, But this is, for me, it's the per- first Pearl Jam album that I've listened to beginning to end uh, on repeat for a while. And there's a song that call- that's called Comes Then Goes that I think is gorgeous. Uh, there's a lot of really cool uh, Mike McCready guitar riffs. Um, I-, I think it's their best record in, in 15, 20 years. I, I really love it. I left off at a song called Take the Long Way. And, Take the Long Way Home. Uh, there was some really ripping, shredding guitar towards the end of that song. That cat really knows how to play that guitar. Cat, you better watch out for him. <laughs> and uh, and that was the only one. Uh, uh, and that was uh, song eight out of uh, 12. And that was the only one that really perked my ears up. Uh, but, again, that was only the first listen. So This cat really knows how to play guitar. That cat. Yep. <laughs> He's a cat, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, cool cats and kittens. This oh, is Carol. God. <laughs> oh, God. We'll cover that it. tomorrow. I, I know. Carol. Uh, uh, we're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog. And the question I have for you this morning is according to Ken- Kenneth-, Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> Cats and kittens. Uh, where does Jesus conduct most of his business? What store does that happen in? <laughs> According to the uh, televangelist Kenneth Copeland, where does Jesus conduct most of his business? If you were listening, then you probably have a pretty good idea of what we were talking about. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you happen to know the answer. We got the prize on this end. Good luck to you. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. What do we got today, Steve? Well, Anne Hathaway has lined up her next role in an independent film adaptation 
adaptation of Pamela Dukerman's autobiography, French Children Don't Throw Food. Producers are describing the project as a, as a kind of movie that will make you look back fondly on the coronavirus. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Suzanne Summers starting, uh, stating her desire to do a nude layout in Playboy magazine for her 75th birthday. Suzanne says she wants to show that just because there's snow on the roof, that doesn't mean you don't have a big gaping vagina. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and finally, ABC halting production of The Bachelor Summer Games amid the ongoing worldwide health crisis. Said host Chris Harrison, quote, we cannot risk our contestants getting a virus when they are attempting to get venereal diseases. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. They do Bachelor Summer Games. Yeah, that was the big new thing, and then so it's it, they've they've halted the production for a while to protect the contestants and all the people who would be involved with it. Is it like Battle of the Network Stars? This would be the first. Or? This would be the premiere of it. Okay. So that's that's right. the idea. But I mean, sexy stuff, Preston. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll go to the phone. See if we can get an answer. According to Kenneth Copeland, where does Jesus conduct most of his business? And I will go to Evan for the answer. Hey, Evan. Good morning. Yo. What's up, Preston? How you doing? Good. I'm doing good, buddy. So where does uh, where does Jesus conduct most of his business? That would be at. Staples. Staples. Yeah. Best place to do it. Yep. Hang on a second, Evan. We'll get your info, and we will give you a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog. The world needed a hero. We got a hedgehog. Uh, starring James Mardson and Jim Carrey. Don't miss the movie that critics call entertaining and action-packed. And an awesome adventure for all ages. Get it on digital uh, today. And you can own it on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD May 19th. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! You just made a mess in my mouth. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with the group Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey has launched a new series of videos called Suitcase Sessions in which the band performs in outdoor, non-traditional locations. Now, the first clip is for a stripped-down version of Heartbreaker, and that's done in front of a stretch of mountains in Lone Pine, California. The location has served as the backdrop for a number of famous westerns filmed there since the 1920s. I went there last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, Alabama Hills. And Steve, you would love it because all these westerns and TV shows from the 50s and 60s were shot there. It's a really cool spot you in the brought, video. You brought me back the, the, a, a map, I believe, Nick, that, yeah, uh, that yeah. spelled out all the different movies. It's pretty cool. And, you can see all this stuff in the Dirty Honey video. It's neat. Uh, Frontman Mark Lavelle said, I've taken my motorcycle up to Lone Pine for a couple of years now, uh, so I know the area really well. Heartbreaker was written on an acoustic guitar, so there was something special about performing it acoustically with those snow-covered Sierra Nevada peaks in the distance. Dirty Honey originally planned to record music this spring in uh, Byron Bay, Australia, but obviously the pandemic has derailed those plans. Godsmack has shared a teaser for its next music video. The clip for the song Unforgettable was filmed on February 15th in New Hampshire, where Godsmack invited more than 300 students from several different local schools to participate. The band previously recruited 20 students from Hood Middle School to join the band in the studio during the recording of Unforgettable. These same students performed the song live on stage with the band at a show in Guilford, New Hampshire last August. Uh, the track is taken from Godsmack's most recent album, 2018's When Legends Rise. A, this should be pretty cool. A documentary on California's legendary Coachella Festival titled Coachella 20 Years in the Desert is going to premiere Friday, April 10th, so not too far off. 
and that'll be for free on YouTube. Okay. In the documentary chronicles Coachella's rich two-decade history featuring performances from Radiohead, Billie Eilish, Madonna, Daft Punk, Rage Against the Machine, Pixies, Jane's Addiction, White Stripes, Beck, and more. Of course, that has been postponed as well so far this year, but you'll have that to take a look at. Limp Biscuit guitarist Wes Borland is releasing a collection of previously unheard demos by Eat the Day. Borland starred, er, started the side project in 2001 after leaving Limp Biscuit. Where's all the day? Uh, but eventually shelved the outfit after he was unable to secure a suitable singer. Uh, now Borland will share eight tracks from the abandoned project, making them available to stream and download on April 8th. And then one last thing, this is interesting, Richie Sambora has sold the rights to his 186-song catalog, including all of his Bon Jovi co-writes. To who? Uh, Well, the song acquisition investment company, uh, Hypnosis Songs Fund, uh, and Hypnosis is owned by music mogul Merck uh, Mercuritus, who has purchased the catalogs of such artists as Taylor Swift, Timbaland, and Bruno Mars, among others. My guess is that was for a chunk of change. Yeah, I would think so. The dollar amount of the deal has not been released. Now, Richie and John co-wrote together a lot of the classics. You Give Love a Bad Name, Living on a Prayer, Wanted Dead or Alive, Bad Medicine, I'll Be There for You, Born to Be My Baby, Lay Your Hands on Me, It's My Life, Have a Nice Day, Who Says You Can't Go Home. I didn't know that he co-wrote all of those songs. I knew he was... Right. Involved in the writing, but I didn't know all the biggest hits How were you... co-written with Richie. So y- you can't, you would have to own the song fully to, s- to yeah. sell it. I don't How know. How do they do that? Can, can you sell half your rights in a song? You, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. You might be able to. Yeah. You, you got to figure, yeah. Your I mean, portion like, of it. If you own stocks, right, like that you... Only own like portions of the company. Of the company. Right. Yeah. I, I wonder how it works though, because you would own those songs. All right, so that when those songs get played and they get revenues generated, you would get half that. I guess so. I, that's a weird business deal. It is a str- the whole business yeah. how it works is a bit odd. So because I think also what happens is they you you say okay to sell that song for use or to allow that song to be used in a commercial for a certain fee. Uh, do you have to then go, you have to contact John Bon Jovi and Everybody's see if he's going agree, it. right? And then at the, only at that point, and then they split the money, and yes. uh, it's it's a web of crap. Yeah. It's a crap web. Sam Bora said in a statement announcing the deal, these songs are very important to me, and I feel very strongly that Merck is the only person I could have trusted my babies to. Thank you. I believe the work he is doing that has transformed the way that the world looks at the power of great songs and the songwriting community is very special, he says. So... I'm sure he made a boatload of money on that deal. Probably needed it, too. And there you go. That is what I got for you in music news. We have one final break to take. Let's do that. Come back in a second. Letter of the day. I'll tell you about the Word of the Week prize. We'll see if Pierre's got some stuff planned for you today. And then we will move right along. But make sure you stay with us because we'll be back shortly. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? Running out of shows to binge on? Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's daily rush madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. 
daily rush madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Two phone calls are going to take What? Care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before I... Uh... Yeah, let me let me go to this call first. I'm going to go to... Uh... Hi, is this Ed? Yeah, this is Ed. Ed, how you doing today? All right. You're doing better now. You're doing better now. Why are you doing better? I just won $500. Shut the front door. Shut it. Shut it all the way. That's right. Uh, Ed's got $500 uh, because Ed entered the special word we had today, which was event, uh, through our special contest. Did you use the text uh, via that, Ed, or did you use the MMR app? I use the MMR app. Well, you, sir, are now in the running for $10,000 on top of that 500 so you just might win that down the road a little ways. Hey, where are you calling from, Ed? Uh, Langhorn, PA. Langhorn, all right. Just hanging at home these days? Yes. Well, actually, I'm working from home. All okay. Right. All right. Well, hang in there, my man. That 500 bucks is going to be a nice little addition to your uh, daily routine, I would imagine. Yes. All right. Well... Glad that you listened. Thank you, Ed. Thanks for playing along, and congratulations. Let's hear it for Ed. Yay! Ed, 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 Ed. And then I need to see why uh, Bill is calling in. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hey, what's up, friends, Bill? Yo, doing good, Bill. <laughs> uh, why you, Why are you calling in? I just heard a uh, sound clip of a song. Secret Sounder on a Tuesday, yeah. and he heard... Dream job. <laughs> that is correct, yes. So that means... We got a prize. What can I give him, Case? What do you think would be good? All right. Well, listen. We'll, we'll let him decide. We okay. have a bunch of different movies to choose from. We have 1917. We have Just Mercy. We have Birds of Prey. And we also have Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Which one of those oh. would you like, Bill? The Rise of Skywalker. All right. All right. Done deal. We'll Big get your information. Yep. And we are going to set you up with that. Don't forget the uh, Rise of Skywalker is the final film in the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. Available now digitally in HD. And 4K Ultra HD and via Movies Anywhere. And it's available physically in the 4K, in 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD uh, today. So I that's all available. Skywalker might be a good reversed because you have... You want to try S- it? Yeah, let's give it a try because you, okay. you, have, you have two pronounced K sounds yeah. and a lead-in with S Let's and an R. This is from the contest we did earlier this yeah. morning if you're just tuning in. So let me record this. You ready, Case? Here we go. Skywalker. All right. Okay, now let me hear what that sounds like <laughs> backwards and I will phonetically try to say it and then we'll play that backwards and see how that sounds forward. Let's hear it, Case. Wait, you're going to have to give me one Oh, yep, he's got to reverse the He's got to render it. Delve the schmeckledeen. Right, and then uh, once the schmeckledeen is done, what do we have here? Let's hear it. Go ahead. Oh. Call we ox. Whoa, okay. Call we ox. Skywalker. Call we ox. I think I got it. Call we ox. Okay, I'm ready. Call we ox. I think that I think you nailed it. Alright, let's see how we do it. I think you nailed it, bro. Okay. Now he's gonna play that backwards. Alright. you have to Yep, it takes a second here. He's got to he's got to oh, flip everything around and, uh, and do some editing and render it. He's got to highlight this thing, pull down the special menu, and then click on reverse for both channels. Here and, we go. Okay, let's see how it turns out. Skywalker. Oh! Yeah! yeah! I'm getting pretty good at yeah! this. Yes! I love Skywalker. that. Skywalker. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> One more time. Here we go. Skywalker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it would be a good candidate. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. You miss Skywalker. You probably... <laughs> You probably weren't awake or listening, Pierre, but we did a whole contest uh, focused on that where I said a bunch of stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't know that. That's why we were playing but around with thank that. thank you for bringing me up to speed. No problem. How you doing, man? I'm okay. You're wearing your awesome uh, sweater today. We saw this uh, like a couple weeks ago. My purple gray thing. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, it's kind of, you know, gray day again. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to muddle through. All well, right. the weather's not, honestly, sun would uh, really help pet people up, but, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to take care, care, care of that with the sound, with the, uh, with the radio, can pepping I, people up. Can I ask you guys for advice? Yes. Because I'm, I'm now, um, one can, can, one's mind can drive one crazy yep. in terms of what one must do to muddle through. In other words... So, like, yesterday I came in, and they say, well, don't touch a door handle. Well, I open the door handle, and then there's an inner door handle. Then I press the elevator button. <laughs> then I come up. Then I take my wallet out to put it at the badge to open the thing. And then I go, well, wait a minute. Now is my hand contaminated? Now is my wallet contaminated? Now do I have to wash my wallet? Then I put my wallet down. Then I put my bag down. Well, now do I have to wash my bag? You can. Well, you... now do I have to wash? No, what about my hat? Because I had headphones on over my hat. Do I have to wash my hat? Do I have to change my clothes? Do I have to walk around with a sanitizer spray over me like a shower at every second? In other words, and and then I I had to go to the store for my neighbor. And then do I have to wash the bag that I took out to the car? And then do I have to wash the outside of each box? And you, you, You'll die of stress quicker than, from this than you will of, of actually getting the disease. So, so the thing to do is just I'm, remember, don't, don't touch your face unless you've just washed your hands and, and, and cleaned your hands. So that's, they say that 96% of the, of the infection comes from, from that, from getting it. So uh, just do that again. Take precaution. So when you when you touch and then when you're going to eat, like if you get get food from outside, take it out of the container. If you get if you get food that like they're telling people now who like they have their specific bag that they go to the supermarket with, not to do that, to go with the disposable bags. And or if you get a bag at home, you know the wipes. You don't just when you're touching handles and stuff. Push the push the button with your elbow. Push the you know tr- try to eliminate all the times you're touching stuff. If you're going to go out, if you're walking around instead of using your actual hand. Grab a uh, grab one of the wipes or a piece of paper towel and use that. Right, but if I didn't do that, uh, therefore, uh, it's like the answer to your question is yes, Pierre. What <laughs> you said? All of those things. Yes, just wash your hands. Just do what you can. Just yeah, do what you seriously. Can. Do you see how you can overthink it, though? Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, it's it's so easy to overthink it because, when you because like it's like okay, oh wait a minute, is my car handle my door handles? No, because you're the only handle? one that's been touching that. But what about you... my trunk handle? Wait a minute, I put the bag on the back seat. I got do I have to wash the back seat of the car? Do I now have to wait a minute? Then I touch the steering. Do I have to wash the steering wheel every time? Is your face going to touch the back seat of the car? Then you don't have to wash Only it. if I get lucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so wash before your hands go and try to minimize the amount of times you touch your face. But if you are, make sure that you've, that you've just cleaned your hands and that you, that's it. Again, this guy was this, – this doctor was so passionate about this and you have no idea how you can dramatically minimize your risk if you don't 
touch your face or if your hands have just been cleaned and you haven't touched anything else before you touch your face. There you go. You just touch your face. I'm a human being. I'm going to touch my face. I know. It's going to happen. But, yesterday but you know head- what I did? But between the, the last time I touched anything... I put hand sanitizer there on my go. face. There and, you I'm go. Wor- and I'm working here in an environment that only I am touching. I'm okay to touch my face right now. No, I, I, I'm... You know, so, but if I touch the, the if I grab the door handles, I'm not going to immediately go, sterilize! Yeah. I'm just going to make sure that I, I go through and, and touch the various things I want to touch as I go, as I leave the studio here. And then before I leave, I'll put some hand sanitizer on my hand and just wipe it down and clean it up. I can't, you're never going to be... Cr- you're never going to get all of everything every single time, so you do what you can. You know that's that's my philosophy anyway. So well, that makes sense. I I mean I didn't think about this at all a week ago, right? But now I um like you could micro micro chip this a micro you know over analyze this to yeah, the point hyper, where yeah. as I'm saying this, Casey is sanitizing. Uh, I mean to to the point where you drive yourself. Um, Listen. Yeah. So, so you're. What? By the way, you're. The, the idea is to hyper do it so that you're. A lot of people figure so that you you fall within the realm of what you should be doing. You're okay, as Preston says. You, you again. You know, take the proper precautions, and, and then you should be fine. I think there's a and they worry about a lot of people who are on the edge anyway who are going to flip out because of of this sort of stuff. I think it's fine to just, you know. Um, you seem to be doing the right, and you're at least you're conscious of it. So you make sure because things are going to get past you now and then. Well, I think I'm overdoing it because yesterday I got to the, I got home. I said I've got to wash the handles of my briefcase and the handles. Of, wait a minute, I took my date book out. I've got to wash my date book. Wait a minute, my checkbook was out. I had to write a check. <laughs> I've got to wash my checkbook. Unless then I, you're then the only I one... took a rag and I'm washing my checks off, and I'm going. I'm go- I'm Howard Hughes now. Uh, Are you peeing I'm, in bottles? I'm going to be peeing in bottles and putting them on the jar. Have you washed the street you've driven on yet? I, I I'm ready to. Okay. Um, because I it's just like it's just like all of a sudden where do you draw the line? Where do you say I don't have to do that because I did that? Uh, there, there are th- just accept that things are going to get past you. Do the best that you can. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to. What I do is I just keep. I have um, um, hand sanitizer at various points where I can get to it if I can't wash my hands. And then, uh, but as long as as long as you've done, you can go crazy. But before those <laughs> hands get anywhere, like if you're eating or anything. Make sure your hands have just been washed. Don't don't wash your hands. Then go touch a handle. Then go, uh, you know, high five ten people and then eat. Make make sure that your hands are clean immediately before you do that, and then you should be fine. Yeah. Okay. I can, All right. Does that make sense? I, I think so. I, or or an exercise. I may need continued coaching. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we're All here right. for you. Letter. Or right. welders Letter. gloves. Uh, that yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter A as in arcade. <laughs> All right. And we have a four pack <laughs> tickets for Tenacious D, the Purple Nurple Tour, twisting hard to the left with special guest Winchester, and that is October seventh at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now. At Ticketmaster.com, so we will give that away on Friday. What's coming up, man? Well, I've got a block of, uh, oh, well, I've got the rock refund thing, uh, and that's coming at noon and two, so chances for 500 bucks. Also, I have workforce blocks of Shine Down and ACDC and uh, the Struts in the workforce blocks, and it's Double Shot Tuesday. Yay! Woo! Enjoy with uh, Pierre. We are going to. 
Uh, wrap things up and get ourselves set for tomorrow's program. We will have joining us. Joe Buck is going to be on the show. That's pretty oh cool. Yeah, which should be pretty cool. And uh, we're also going to speak to, oh, yeah, we're going to talk Tiger King tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and we're probably, we're talking about maybe doing that in the 8 o'clock hour. So okay. we'll give you, we'll give you some uh, warning in the morning, but we're going to, we're going to talk about all of it. Warning uh, in the morning. Yeah. Warning in the morning. I it's like an all animal morning tomorrow. It's Fox Good Day. Yeah. Joe Buck. Buck. And Tiger King. I love it. We can't help but be brilliant. I even have a Moose Bazaar file no! story I'm saving for tomorrow. Yes! Yep, I swear to God. That is it. We are done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Day 10 of self isolation. I've recorded a couple of my own farts into a microphone and turned it into a full-on butthole cover of Russia's YYZ. Next message. I just wanted to say I love you guys, the Preston and Steve show. I mean, I listen to you every morning regardless, but in this dark time, it is so good to have somebody to make me laugh in the morning. So I really appreciate you guys. Love you. Next message. Okay, there's not a lot of people on the road right now, so this is really narrowed to the margin. But if you have no intention... Of going over the speed limit, say the f- out of the left hand lane, you f- moron. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Hey, this is Nate from Checkpoint XP, and I'd like to invite you to our brand new show, All of Esports, with myself and Weird Beer. All of Esports is a rapid-fire show that runs down the most important conversations in All of Esports. Subscribe at our website, CheckpointXP.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.